This podcast was brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com forward slash APWSTR. Become a patron for only a dollar or more and get access to episodes early and ad-free, plus get exclusive content throughout the month. It's 11.30, oh. it's 11.15, let's do this, let's fucking okay, yeah, I have an intro. intro. Alright. Did you know that SZA is a, uh... <laughs> Great Let intro, so again. Wait, Great wait, intro, great intro, you got it, no, I it's fine. I forgot the word. It's fine, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, keep this in, don't worry, it's fine, have fun. Yeah, no, do it again. Did you know, I can't think of the word, but did you know that SZA is, like, an uncontrollable liar? Really? SZA the musician? Pathologic? Yeah. Pathological, Pathological liar. liar. Yeah. She just lies about random shit, bro. Like? Somebody asked her if the freckles on her face were real, and she was like, yeah, I've had them since I was a kid. I was actually bullied for them. No, it's not true. <laughs> There's actually photos and videos of her not having freckles. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. I know. Is that? Yep. That's all you wanted to say? Yeah. That's what you wanted the fucking intro to be. Yeah. Her hair's fake. I think. <laughs> it's a big thing on TikTok right now. We'll look at the views for sure. <laughs> Hi everyone! Hello! Welcome to a, a podcast, podcast will save, save this, this relationship. relationship. I'm, I'm Josh. Him. You can't stop me. You can't stop. I'm not letting you do it anymore. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm Sarah. She her. And again, I'm Josh. Him. I already said it though. But well, but the first time I had already said it, and then you said it second. So I actually got it first. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Man, can the straight white man not have anything first anymore? No. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> How you doing, Sarah? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing good too. I'm. I'm chilling. It's been a nice. It's been a nice chill day. Mm. You know, cleaning, getting this fucking place ready for my mom to see it. Jesus, and maybe my dad. <laughs> Potentially both of them. Potentially neither of them. It's funny as fuck if your dad isn't coming anymore because he just nope the fuck. He was like, Nah, I'm, I'd rather go to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> just funny. I got as work hell. in the morning. He I works d- too much. So I mean, yeah. Honestly, fucking, mood. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. Oh, yeah, no, fucking, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll be here. Oh, yeah, we'll be here, yeah. But, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, it's been a nice chill day. Fucking yeah. working, doubling up, you know, getting shit ready. Got a Patreon exclusive out, finally. Nice. Fucking patting myself on the back for doing the bare minimum. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's been a good day. How about you? That was, um, yeah. Average day. Yeah, you know, trudging through it, getting through, um, the trenches, Fucking, uh, the world keeps piling on back breaking, uh, <laughs> situations onto who guessed it, my back, uh, as I <laughs> trudge through the trench, who guessed it, the trenches, um, as I keep going and the, I keep, keep piling on, baby. Hell keep yeah. piling See, on those fucking issues. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Keep going. And then you Why come, not? and then you come to this podcast. I won't crash. Then you come onto this podcast, take up a bunch of more issues. Yeah. Let's go do it. Keep doing it. Yeah. So I'm doing good, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. No, everything's fucking fine. (laughs) Woo! Cut the food. Cut the food. (laughs) No, I'm okay. (laughs) Sorry, I was going to say.
Someone actually asked us recently on TikTok, like, I don't know how you guys do this. You guys, this get old, not old, but like, this must be a lot listening to all these stories. Absolutely it is. Yeah, it is. Yes. We still do it. We still do it for you. Because we fucking love you. Why do we have a fireplace on in the background? We should have an American flag. To American show our... goddamn flag. Because <laughs> we we're, we're fucking, fucking veterans. True fucking Americans. It's not that hard. It really isn't. It's not. <laughs> Only sometimes things are triggering, and then we just don't do those things. Yeah, we just skip them, yeah. or we can't read them. Sometimes we can't even read we can't them. Can't even read them. So sometimes you guys go skipped. back to English class. Sometimes you accidentally delete a story. I'm not going to point any fingers here, but sometimes you accidentally delete a bunch of them in a row, and you know. Don't send duplicate stories. <laughs> Or do. Or do. Whatever. We'll figure it out That's later. probably even better, honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember gonna... pretty much every story that we've done. That's true, yeah. So... I've had a general... I got a general gist of the stories we've done. I'm for sure in some, like, future video while we're recording, we're gonna be like, oh, we did this one. Oh, we already did this one. Fuck. Yeah. We're like two months behind. Yeah. We have 120 stories, I think. Don't send time-sensitive shit, man. Oh, yeah. Don't send time-sensitive stuff. And don't also, do it. Should, do not send stuff on TikTok, because... I can't respond to any of you guys' messages to tell you to send it over to the forum. <laughs> oh yeah, we're not friends on TikTok. We don't. Me- we can't message you. Yeah. So, so and I don't follow shit. And we're usually pretty good at like messaging people back. Yeah, but uh, sometimes we're not. So yeah, definitely do that. Housekeeping out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's done. Unexpected housekeeping that I didn't even plan on doing. I was waiting, gonna wait until later. You have a choice, Sarah. Okay. We have two Twilight topics. first. Okay. Twilight first. All right, we'll do Twilight first. I've never seen Twilight. I ain't never seen it. Growing up, I didn't ever see Twilight. Is that real? Like, actually for real? Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah, you read the books. I read, well, no. I read the beginning of the first book, and then I put it away. (laughs) and never (laughs) opened it ever again. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I never, ever saw it. See, I grew up um, with, in a house of women. (laughs) <laughs> primarily right. yeah and uh my two sisters were are much older than me um so i they were happened to be the target audience for twilight when it came out so yeah. they read it i think i read i feel like i read one of the books but like not all the way and i was like this is still stupid it's dumb as fuck. yeah and then but i remember watching the movies i remember watching some of the movies i actually you know what fun fun fucking uh trivia real quick you get ready for this guys yeah you have it whoa Oh yeah, Josh has this. So I think um, is that being yeah. used as a trash can? Uh, well, I mean, just a, a place to put um, expired credit cards. So <laughs> and oh yeah, paint cups and paint cups. Yeah, like it's really it's this is how much I respect Twilight. Yeah. So I, I think my uh, I don't know. Is this, it's this, a cool fucking cup though. Yeah, I think this was at the Disney AMC. It had to have been, or else. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they uh, they had the promotional big cups for it that also uh, advertises uh, vitamin water so uh, I don't know why. Is that new? No this is like this is from 09 11 20 09. No I mean like the vitamin waters were that new and what were that new in 09 were that new in 09 I feel like vitamin water does vitamin water still exist? Yeah. It does? Yeah I didn't know I, I've never thought about it I up just until this haven't point. ever drank it Yeah I never drank it either it's a fucking weird... It's a Gatorade knockoff. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, my sisters, I think, saw it. 
Yeah. Or the whole family saw it. One of the two. I don't know why the whole family would watch this. Because you have, I mean, you have two older sisters. That's like. Yeah, the whole family. Two fifths of the family. Yeah. So yeah, no. So there was at some point we were all in a, probably in a theater watching this <laughs> yeah. these movies. Um, we haven't watched the last three, aka the last two books, but we yeah. have seen the first two. The first two. Um, so uh, let's let's half in the bag it, Sarah. What do you think of Twilight and Twilight? Uh, I knew pretty much the entire story. New Moon. I I have known pretty much the entire story of Twilight for a long time because it was so big you couldn't not know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um but there are still things that happen in the movie that I don't fucking understand and will never fucking understand, I think. I get that. And I think yeah, I think everyone knows the basic plot of at least the first movie. I think every person, yeah. if you if you went to a random person on the street, they I'm, would, and you asked them, "Hey, what's the plot of the first Twilight movie?" I know there are vampires. Uh, she figures out that he's a vampire pretty easily through Google. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he shines in the light, but it doesn't like hurt him. Uh, he's he, super fast. Super fast. He's got Only... a family of vampires. They're a big vampire. Whatever. The other boy is a wolf from a bunch of wolves. Um, they get married and have a baby. She eventually becomes a vampire. The baby is half human, half vampire. Um, and then the wolf falls in love with the baby. See, I don't even think people know that last half. I think most people just know the first, like unironically, just that first yeah movie stuff where it's like they find out, the, and I guess to an extent, the second movie. Yeah, because well, I also know that he like they break up and then he leaves her alone in the woods. I yeah, thought like, she was alone in the woods for months. So when I saw that she got home somehow, yeah, I was like, oh, thank God. I thought she was just in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> for like three months, she became like nah, a woods woman. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and I was like, how are they going to explain this? <laughs> it's not a thing. That's, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. So, like, I mean. <sighs> but I, I think this shit is fucking crazy. I think this shit is fucking crazy. No, yeah, I mean, I, it is, yeah. Now, watching the movies, though, I completely understand why every 13-year-old was obsessed with Twilight. Really? I absolutely See, this understand. is where I Because you're, heavily, you weren't a girl. Okay, yeah. yeah. But like, I, I even yeah. try to, like, I try to understand. I try to, like... That's what every girl wants. Teenage girl wants. To be, to be groomed? Yeah. We're already we're already 20, 10 minutes is the the first podcast and we're already saying the groom word. Gabagool. But um no fucking the um, G word. The Gabagool. G word. Yeah. Uh but no, fucking yeah, that's what every fucking teenage girl wants. They want like a sexy guy, teenage boy, to be like, Oh man, we just connect. I just totally get you. We just we're so in love. That's what they want. Okay. Cause I mean like that's what they want. Because okay, they want can, another boy that they're really in love with, but wants him. They want to be wanted. See, okay, you I know? understand that. I just don't get why Twilight was the one to do it. Or why Twilight's like the main, the one that like became the most popular one of it. I don't know why. Because to me... I don't know. Well... 
Because, like, okay, because, like, I think it's one thing to, like, I think, okay, I agree with all that. I can understand that. I think it had good marketing. That's probably what it is. Because, like, if you you wanted that feeling. If you walked, before Twilight, if you walked into the teenage book section, teenage fiction section, in a uh, Borders, Borders back then, Barnes & Noble or something, (laughs) you walked into it, Twilight was the only book that was all black. You go in there today. It's all black. Every book is all black. So, okay, so it kind of got that. Every book okay. has a black spine. It was so visually fucking stunning, the books. Mm. And I think also the movies cast really attractive people and had a very specific okay, style see, now to this it. Is, this is, okay, see, this is where I get, this is where I'm like, okay, that, that's actually points against it. Well, okay, because like, yes, they have attractive people, right? I can, I'll agree that the main cast of Twilight are people. very attractive, yes. Yeah. But the movie does not make them look attractive. I think the movie makes Bella very attractive. I think it makes and Bella attractive. And I think attractive. the movie makes Jacob very attractive. Yes, okay, that's the thing. Jacob is like the most attractive of all. This is this is the gossip girl segment here. Yeah. Is, is I'm going to agree and say Jacob, Josh is a Taylor Lautner person. Well, okay, because like, Josh you know fucking Jacob. shit. I mean, if, you know, yeah. <laughs> you could be no fucking shit about jacob i feel like he's just a distraction watching that i'm like i don't understand how anybody could be team jacob it's fucking he's team a lo- edward he's, all a, way, he's a loyal dog <laughs> sorry all right he's a loyal fucking they literally show a woman that was abused by her partner for like no reason other than he went into his wolf form because he got angry that's true okay yeah that's, that's yeah. like there are reasons against jacob and there's like no reasons against edward other than he's a piece of shit. But, like, you have to accept <laughs> yeah, that, that Edward's a piece of shit like, as yeah, no, soon as you get like, okay, into okay, it. Okay, okay, we're not even, not even, okay. That's the fuck, whole point of Edward is that he's a piece of shit. third dimensionality <laughs> we're going to give them, all right? Let's, let's not pretend yeah. here, all right? Yeah. This is a two-dimensional movie. Yeah, of course. So, two-dimensionally, Edward's a dead man, and he looks like a dead guy. I don't know how anyone <laughs> could be a tr- which sucks because, like, you look at like Robert vampires Pattinson. Have and always been about sex. Vamp, all I, vampires yeah, I, are I about get sex. It, yes, yeah. But like, this is like the, this is like the the fucking hot, sexy fucking like mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna revolutionize the young adult genre by making it about like we're just gonna have we're just gonna we're bring re- back sexy vampires. We're bringing back we're bringing back sexy vampires. Yeah. So they get Robert Pattinson. Good choice. Yeah. They don't make him look good. Bad choice. I think they they made him look good for the time. I guess. But he only looked good in like very specific lighting. Tungsten. Like that's literally it. Anything that made his face more orange. Yeah. Was the only way that I was like, okay, I get it. Well, you've never been attracted to like goths? I guess it's just not for me then. I don't Whoa, know. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. Damn like goth, okay, goth men? Yeah. Probably not goth men. No. Fuck. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know. We are different people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Listen. Hey. I had like an obsession with goth men. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then I guess you probably you you know more than I do. Was was is is Robert Pattinson is Edward is that close enough? Um, the paleness is close enough. Like the super uber pale. Okay. Is definitely. That's a thing that's like it's to the point where it's almost like you're just slapping on clown makeup, you know, um, but like, 
don't know. I get like the tall lankiness. I think that works in the favor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like they, since they fuck up the face for me personally, I'm like, I can't. But just because it's too pale? Too pale. It's too pale face. Yeah. No, that's a thing. Like a fucking. I don't know. I'm not into it then. I'm yeah. Not... I want you to look alive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. This is before we even get into the plot. I just realized we haven't even. <laughs> yeah. The plot doesn't make any god. There's no point. Going over the goddamn plot. Well, I mean, because uh, like, plot I, doesn't I, make well, sense. I guess that's my other thing too. Is like, okay, like I can understand, like the I can understand being wanted. I just don't get the fact that the we watched what three hours, more than three hours, probably like four hours worth of content, and I was severely bored. I was not. I was like, okay, like even even the moments that are like cringy, even the moments like that are like the you know, like yeah. you laugh at it and you have the riff tracks moments. Yeah. I feel like are too far and wide to make it worth like I feel like this movie is enjoyable just... enjoyable for that. But then also I'm like, I I can't see even if you wanted to feel wanted, why this movie very rarely gives so, that feeling. I don't know. Let me edit my statement about the wanted to feel want wanted. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like it's not because I don't think every girl feels the exact same way. Obviously, oh, yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, and I don't want to overgeneralize teenage girls, uh, but I do think that a lot of girls have gotten into toxic relationships, very similar to first movie Edward. Okay. All right. And those emotions can be so goddamn, like, overpowering. When you know you love somebody for the first time and they don't treat you very well and they want to protect you, but to protect you, they have to break up with you because it's too hard. That uh, is like prevalent yeah. throughout everything It's prevalent throughout like your name. Harry Styles imagines it's like prevalent mm-hmm. throughout like fan fiction and yeah, it's a fucking obsession. You know what I mean? Mm. With that type of kind of cringy toxic relationship that nobody actually really wants but is sort of like a romantic trope because it's like i think it's just relatable it's like a thing that happens that there are fucking men out there that think that way and you get into relationships with those types of men and they do that and you get all up in the throes of romance with them and they're like no i want to protect you but i can't because i have to go do this thing fucking the first relationship i was ever in was similar to that but the thing that he he was um uh, a puerto rican man uh who's very christian and play the guitar and he was constantly like i have to pay for you i mm. want to you know i want to work really hard so i can you know blah blah build us a life we were only dating for like 30 days <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous I get, yeah but uh and then you know he was just like so i have to work 60 hours a week or whatever and i was like now i know that i don't want to date somebody who works 60 hours a week yeah right i get that i don't want to do that well that's interesting okay i don't even believe in that shit but when i was in that relationship i was like oh you know you know that's actually a weird interesting thing because someone um mentioned in the comment we had a poll on youtube about like how many people are gonna piss off or whatever yeah uh, apparently not that many so score I but think, yeah i think people know that this is a bad this is a very bad movie <laughs> um yeah Seriously. portrayal like, of relationships yeah like um it's it's interesting that you say that because um if someone mentioned that i didn't 
I don't know if I remembered this or like if I if I knew this before and forgot, but like Stephanie Myers apparently is a fucking Mormon. Right. Yeah. So then that like rethought a lot of like, oh, so that this makes is, total sense. Yeah. Because then because this movie, I guess these movies, yeah. you know, they're all fucking they're all the same. Uh, they all like, every man weird... has a weird portrayal of their relationship with Bella or their relationship with anything. Yeah. It's very strange. It's really There's no like, real like casual dating. No, yeah, it's, it's all very intense. like it has to be very intense. It has to be <laughs> yeah. fucking monogamous, fucking straight through. Like you know, yeah. It's really just like I don't know. It's so yeah. I don't know, it's baffling. I don't know. It's just like really baffling. I think it's baffling to people that um, have never known that type of relationship. You know what I mean? Or never want that type of relationship, which is good. Don't have that well, i mean that's bad. the thing and like i mean you yeah. know like and like i <laughs> i you know that's that's i guess that's what one of the things that i'm like what the fuck you know because yeah. I, I mean i remember watching the first movie and, I, and i'm just thinking throughout the movie like wow 50 shades of gray really just fucking copied and pasted this Absolutely. whole thing but that's the movie where it's not bullshitting you right where yeah, it's, it's just like telling this is, you it, i'm gonna own your body yeah and that's like and like uh, <laughs> just like yeah okay and it's like, but then, you know, that's what this That's movie, what we want. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. Yep. So then I'm watching this and I'm trying to think of like 2000, like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to place myself really hard in the shoes of like post 9-11 pre-Obama fucking America. Right. Yeah. 2000, 2007, baby, yeah. I think is when this movie came out. And I, and it's just like, even with all of that. Yeah. It's still really hard for me to like I guess accept it. Just accept that this is a thing that happened. I don't know why. Mm. Cuz like uh, you know, I I was I was joking at some point during the movie. I was like I can pinpoint a lot of people's problems that they send into us. Yeah, from, from this, this movie. From this movie specifically. Yeah. And then uh, later on, the second movie specifically. Yeah. So then I'm like, is this really like, is this the cultural touchstone of like the, why like, people had bad relationships? Gen Z in 2007, 2009 growing up with this and to maybe. an extent millennials? Honestly, maybe. I think it's probably the source of a lot of like middle school high school shitty romances which i mean some of the situations that people get into that they send us are from relationships that they had in high school or relationships yeah, that they so had then, early on and then like life. you know and then we and then i look and i'm like okay so that makes sense and then yeah i but, think but to me it just it just reminds me of like young people having shitty relationships because they don't know how to be in a relationship but that's also what draws me into twilight is like they're both very young. Well, technically, technically, Edward's not, but he wanna, is I, still I really, he is still seventeen, and he does still act like a seventeen-year-old. But I feel like if you've been acting like a seventeen-year-old for a hundred and nine years, you kind of are perpetually seventeen-year-old. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, they really don't do the interview with a vampire thing, where they have like a little girl vampire who is like. <laughs> 40 50 years old and is trying to be a 40 50 year old woman in a baby's body right, though and that's they like, don't do that yeah so that's like not even a thing that i'm even thinking about he's fucking 17 you know yeah that's true yeah um and so like it really makes me think like i'm watching 
two kids figure out how to be in love together. Mm. And like, cause they're bad at communicating with each other and then they break up. Yeah. And then like that whole thing didn't make any sense. Like with the, you know, I was trying to tell you about it and I still don't, I don't know how I can even explain it now because it doesn't really make any sense. Well, during the second movie in the second book, I guess when Edward just leaves. Yeah. Because like he thinks that Bella is being obsessed with wanting to be a vampire. So he's like, I want to give her a chance at being a human, but by leaving, he leaves her open to the other vampires who have already told them that they want to kill her. So now she's left indefensible. Yeah. And they're not going to come back and save her because the person that saves her is Jacob in his wolf form. Yeah. And then there's also the the vampire that can look into the future and doesn't and just accepts that. Like sees that happen, I assume. Or maybe not. Maybe yeah. she can't. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, she couldn't. That's why she she went to the fucking house, right? Like, she couldn't see that Bella actually survived jumping off a cliff. Because she can't see, because their powers don't work on Bella. Yeah. Oh, no. They, the, the Okay, so their powers work, quote-unquote, kind of on Bella, because they were still able to see that. Well, I think she can't see, figure out what Bella is going to do, but she can figure out what other people will do, and if it involves Bella, I then, think yeah, okay. she'll understand it. Okay, that makes sense, then. I don't know. I don't, Maybe we're wrong. Stupid. Tell us if we're uh, wrong. I, don't tell us. I don't care. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I don't get I, I don't want to know. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I, I so, know I have to commit fucking nine more hours of my life to the next three movies. So yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> so then fucking. Yes. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense. So then Bella tries to kill herself because that's the only way she can see Edward, which I also didn't know that. I thought she was just so sad that she broke up with that. Edward broke up with her that she wanted to kill herself. But no, it was like literally like an addiction to seeing him. Yeah, and every Which time I think is a powerful story. <laughs> like I think that's powerful. I don't know. I... Am I a nerd? I don't know. Am I cringe? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I think I'm that's gonna, cool. I don't, I don't know. I because like okay, because like I mean, I, I know, think it's I, pretty dope. But it, like, I mean, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I, I don't know if that is. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But then I don't know how I feel about a lot of this, uh, other than I don't like it but also i don't think it's even worthy of like what is it like a lot of what it has you know what i mean where it's like i because like i don't know because like i i really am like kind of shocked at a lot of the decisions that go into it you know and like i don't know because you like, were never into goth stuff huh not really ever were you ever any emo stuff not really not from never. what i remember never I know even my sisters once? were so I think I have some sort of like I think you have to know like basic goth stuff to like Twilight. I guess that's what is surprising to me cuz I was a huge goth like into like goth culture way back when. Big into it and there was a lot of cringe exactly like Twilight in that shit. A lot. I don't know, I guess that's why I can't get into it and I can't understand it because like i'm just like i really because i have i have fucking writer brain you know i have fucking well they're goth writers yeah i mean yeah okay but i guess i i don't know i know i'm because I, I, I know i try to act like a fucking hipster fucking dipshit <laughs> but i know for like the most part i'm still pretty mainstream in a lot of like weird ways i guess when it comes to like interesting 
but like i don't know like i don't i guess i'm not mainstream mainstream because i don't give a shit a lot about like a lot of the marvel movies or whatever like you like them i mean i like them but i also know they're trash you know like well i mean i think they're fine movies like i think every time i watch a marvel movie i think i enjoy myself and i think that's a big deal yeah i get that you know it's not true for every other franchise that's true yeah but like i mean i don't know i I guess like but i i mean they're like specific things like wanting to kill yourself for your lover or like going to to fucking uh the ends of mortality just to Mm. see the person that you love forever and all this stuff and would you uh put yourself in danger for the person that you love and blah 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 and all this shit and you know there are these things that are just like yeah that's the concept we're going for and i guess i see that and i'm like oh yeah it's like all those songs i used to listen to <laughs> okay well I it's mean, just I, like all those songs i used well, that to listen just reminded to. me i guess i if, uh, first of all I'm, I'm just gonna say here fuck the first movie whatever the second movie yeah. I, i'm not i don't give enough shit about the first movie but like in the second movie like about the um what is it about that uh kind of on that that weird point actually is that like they mentioned romeo and juliet a lot so i do understand yeah that trope right of the um yeah, you know, the the yeah, the, Romeo and Juliet's like a classic version of that. Yeah, the tragedy. Yeah, you the, know, yeah, the tragedy, right? And like fucking yeah. So I so I get that. You know, I understand that aspect. Yeah, and to and, and I guess to other certain extents, I can understand the like wanting to feel danger to feel close to something. You know, like because I mean that's like a typical like. I, I was watching a weird. I was watching a Carlin video of all things George Carlin video today. And it wasn't about, like, you know, love and death. It was about, like, how, like, with drug use, for example, like, the first time you do it, it's the fucking... So I get that. Also an allegory for drugs, definitely. Yeah, so I get... So... (sighs) That's where I get confused, then, is that all these building blocks are there. And they're recognizable to an extent. Yeah. But... And then they go, now, let's talk about the Volturi. Yeah, that's okay. That's the problem. Is that see, there's see okay, that's, that's the shit that gets me hype about <laughs> this fucking movie. That's the lost shit. That's lost in there. And see, like that's, that's the, thing. the chemical. It's like I'm so used to fucking like you TV know? shows go like jumping the shark. You know, yeah. That I'm like I don't want to watch a movie do that Jump like five times in a row yeah in every scene yeah exactly like i like you i want to see even that the shit. little things where they jumped the shark like like that's jacob, why i'm like this is not boring like at when all to jacob me. tells lola not not Lo, loca to bella yeah. where have you been loca that scene alone and then like that's, that's fucking, fucking awesome that's, that's fucking awesome that they made him say that shit <laughs> why did they make they, him say it? fucking why do they put that scene in the movie theater in there and then like a couple of scenes later She's going to go try to get Edward not to kill himself in Italy. In fucking Italy. Like, they she's just not even to... in the same country in a couple of fucking And I guess that's later. where, okay, uh, I guess, uh, fuck, I just lost what I was going to say. <laughs> Shit's awesome. I, see, no, this is why, like, this is that's why fucking I, awesome. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because, like, I, okay, because I, I come from a film background, right? You know, right, I, I, yeah. work, I work in the, I, I've worked on shit. Yeah. This, uh, when I see that, all I can think of in my head is not a single person working on that stage, on that set, yeah. in, in bumfuck nowhere yeah. in California, yeah. was was like, 
I want to make this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's punk rock as fuck. I don't see. I don't think it's punk rock because I think that's that's producers that have all this fucking money. This, yeah. they have fuck you money. Yeah, they know that a bunch of people are gonna fucking eat that shit up, and so they're prodding Robert Pattinson into the fucking tree to jump off of it. Yeah, and I'm like, is this is this weird fucking? Well, okay, so actual torture porn of so like actors, like what the fuck? I think like Stephanie Meyer writing it is the person that is punk rock. I don't, I don't, I know. I think there are a lot of problems with the the fucking shit. I'm not saying that it's awesome, but I'm saying that but like, you mean like just imagine the you fucking wrote a book that was so stupid and insane absolutely batshit fucking crazy that a bunch of bastards were like let's put all the money into this this is our golden goose you know yeah that's the thing and then they start rolling and you get a lot of awesome people talented talented absolutely children talented fucking people to come sure. in and do the craziest fucking bullshit they've ever done in their entire lives say the stupidest shit out of their mouths and they get paid fucking millions of dollars so to they do can't it. even complain that much yeah you know I, okay i get that then i do get I, that i mean i think it's like yeah okay you cannot have a fun time on set you cannot really like the movie but like you're making money doing this <laughs> from a fucking nobody like a fucking businessman is sinking his money into this fucking thing because he knows it's gonna pay off because it's ridiculous <laughs> That's See, and like, amazing. You know, and that's that like, should happen. No, and, and I agree with that too. <laughs> it shouldn't be boring. It, that's the problem. Is that there's still you just think, eight, you just think I it's. Think, I don't think it's boring well, at all. I think I think there's like eighty percent of it's boring. When you go to Italy in the fucking third act, I don't think you're boring anymore. I think you've done some stu- fucking insane ass shit. <laughs> I, okay, I get that. I get that. But yeah. like, I mean, I guess that's where I'm. I'm I guess that's why I'm baffled is because there is theoretically cool shit and wacky shit yeah going on but the I don't know why the the way the movie shot the way that everything happens mm. I just don't care like okay during the second movie there's a point when the the uh redhead vampire is attacking uh the Bella's dad's friend and the only way that she kills him is just by lifting him up for like three seconds and then putting him back on the ground. He just dies of a heart attack. Yeah. And then there's footage of her running through the forest being chased by the wolves. A theoretically cool scene that they don't focus on. Yeah. Because at that time, Bella's staring at a cliff, not even jumping yet. Yeah, because she's about to kill herself. I know. Well, okay. She's about to try to kill herself so she can see her ex-boyfriend. You don't think that's interesting? I th- I think it could you be interesting. You think a fucking no, girl I think trying to be... kill herself to see her ex-boyfriend <laughs> is boring? I think it shouldn't be boring. I think, but the problem is, is that because they cut it between both, there was no pacing to either of them, so I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I really... I was just like, oh, she's going to jump off a cliff like those guys did earlier or whatever. Like, I I really, I really just couldn't get into it. And then there's the driving scenes in fucking Italy. 
that are supposed to be like high impact fucking intensity shit. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't know why. I know Edward's He's about to kill, to kill himself. I know. I know that. I know all of this logically. But the way the movie is and the way the movie shot, I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Really? I don't care. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Listen, I really, I, I like, I want to, I uh. want this movie to be a guilty pleasure. But I just remember being angry at the end of it. That's it. That's all I was. Yeah, I was angry too. I was just angry. I was like, I don't understand most of it. And I had to really think about it. And I still don't really understand it. But I thought I, you know, I, my mind was uh, working the whole time. So that's good. You know, fucking what do you what else do you think is boring in the movie? It's like the fact that 20% of it is stock footage of drone footage of trees yeah i think that's boring that's boring and like fucking i don't think those other two things were boring i thought they were they interesting shouldn't be boring. i i agree they shouldn't be boring no that's not what i said uh, okay. i said i do not think that okay. they are boring I, I was i was still bored by it i was still <laughs> bored by it yeah. i know okay, yeah. yeah you're right yeah yeah i don't know i really oh every time that bella has a dream sequence that's a a, a nightmare yeah and it's shot like really high energy i was still bored by it. and i was i didn't care for that either yeah i thought they were fucking goofy as fuck yeah and then like oh yeah there was a scene where she got on the motorbike and she was supposed to and she's like bleeding out of her head but the movie doesn't take it seriously like, there's no rushing to, like, the hospital. They just put a shirt over it. Yeah, they do, yeah. They just fucking put <laughs> a shirt over funny. it. And so I I'm t- laughing, and I'm like, this bitch is gonna die. Like, Because you don't really watch horror movies, either. Because, I not mean, Twilight's really. not a horror movie, I agree. But I think there are horror elements. No, yeah, there are horror elements, but, like... A lot of horror movies, especially older ones, are boring as fuck. They That's true. Yeah, very like boring. the like old fucking horror B movies. Like, yeah. Well, not even B movies. Like big title horror movies are pretty boring sometimes. I think yeah, there are parts like, of The Shining pretty boring. Yeah, you're not wrong. I I'll agree with that. There are parts of um like fucking The Omen. Ninety percent of that movie is like old people running around, and ten percent of it is the kid killing his parents. And it really, I remember watching that and being like, "Kill your fucking parents, kid." <laughs> What the but fuck? Like, I guess I, that's that's interesting to me yeah. now because like I'm thinking about The Shining because I've actually seen The Shining and I like it. Right. I I love The Shining. I think The Shining is masterful. Yeah, and I do. Yeah. That's the weird thing though is that like it's got boring moments, doesn't it? It does have boring moments. But I guess I guess my main problem is that Twilight doesn't have a point to it. No. Yeah. Exactly. I guess that's my problem with yeah. it. And I guess not not everything has to have a point to it, but I feel like if you're gonna not have a point to it... Twilight should have. Twilight should have had a point to yeah. it, but if it, like, I mean, you know, like, fucking movies that I know don't have a point to it or a plot that, like, are still fun, like, the fucking... That movie with Jason Statham where, like, he has an artificial heart that he has to keep charging. I know it's called something. I can't think of what it is right now. What Do you know what I'm fuck? talking about? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so I've seen it. There's this movie, there's a Jason Statham movie. It it's a, a fucking... Repo Man or something? No, I can't think of what the fuck it's called right now. It's I think it's like... 
million dollar man <laughs> billion dollar baby yeah <laughs> no like um like uh, there, so the point of the, okay the plot of that movie this, yeah. is, this is a movie about nothing i'll admit that okay it's jason statham and he get he does uh, some mob or some shit who cares like i think <sighs> they put like a weird like okay so you know you know speed right where the bus has to stay over 50 yeah yeah basically he, that that but put that in a body where he has to keep his heart rate above like 80 oh, yeah. or he dies. Okay. And like fucking, um, so it's like a really, like he has to keep adrenaline. He has to keep going, doing shit. So he has to like, it's a really good like action movie. Yeah. That doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. There's like a point where like he has a girlfriend and like he's driving in a high speed like uh, car chase. Yeah. And the girlfriend sucks him off to keep him awake. That's funny. But doesn't fuck. let him come because he knows she knows that he'll fall asleep if he does. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's fucking wow, dumb. Wow, that yeah. influenced you a lot. <laughs> Call me out there, damn. I'm calling you out because Josh uh during a D&D <laughs> The first time Josh ever played D&D with my D&D group, he oh. made a character. We had a giant magical elephant that we were riding into the next fucking thing. Josh decided he didn't want to, he wanted to stop and make camp with the elephant. <laughs> so he jerked off the elephant and did it so good I forgot about that the that. elephant came and blew my arm off and blew your arm off. Yeah. And then Josh's character was armless. Listen, for like a good majority. Listen, that's good storytelling. Until we got right? on like a listen, robot arm or something. Yeah. That really influenced you a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And also it has an over 50% Ron Tomatoes. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, you know, fucking. Because it was under 50, it'd explode. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, <laughs> that movie doesn't have a point. Yeah. And I still enjoyed it. Right. Well, because it's ridiculous and it's ridiculous in the way that you enjoy. Yeah. I guess Twilight, Twilight, Twilight is, is ridiculous, ridiculous, but not ridiculous in a way that I enjoy, I guess. Yeah, you just don't like it. Yeah. And the ridiculous moments, I feel like, are too and far between for me to really get into it. I think it's ridiculous most of the time. I guess. Yeah. But I guess it's just not entertaining ridiculous for me. I think it is. Just angering. Just gets me angry. Really? Why? I that doesn't. Why do you get so angry? I don't. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not that angry. I have. I, I've also forgotten most of fucking what happened too. That's the other thing. But I feel pleasant about that because I'm like, eh, doesn't keep up space in my brain. That's nice. And that's true. That is actually a really nice thing. Is that I don't have you to remember this movie. Watch something and forget about it. That's nice. I wish I could do that with everything. I that's wish true. most shit was like that. Yeah. Nope. Now I got to think about Severance every goddamn day. <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get to Severance, but I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess I guess as I as I keep getting as I get older, mm-hmm. yeah. My I guess I just want more substance. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. I'm coming at this from the point of view of like a 14 year old. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when this movie would have come out. And that's true. I get. Yeah. I'm not this fucking target market. You yeah. Know? So like. Fucking! If I was fourteen and I did watch this, I got off off of my Harry Potter high horse and watched this movie. I would have liked it. I probably would have liked it and obsessed over it, maybe. Because I know I did that for a lot of media. 
I liked Harry Potter and I did obsess over it. And then it was a lot of other shit that I obsessed over too. I get that. Okay. I get that. Cause I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, I obsessed over like other shit too, you know? Yeah. So I get that. I guess that's just the, the fucking, the flip side of the coin of like, you know, back in the early 2000s that what what we're gonna tailor to boys and girls you know yeah but as long as it you know gets the money down the fucking back when it was a lot more like what is it fucking like i guess in a in a pre-trump era (laughs) when things were just a little bit more simple you know right you know fucking um i don't know it's just like really i i really just don't I, I guess like I guess like I guess I'm coming from this angle. Not I guess partially as a Harry Potter fan, mm-hmm. former Harry Potter fan. I don't really give a shit enough anymore. Mm-hmm. But like I'm yeah, thinking about really like care. even like Hunger Games, you know? Yeah, I don't or think I'm, I ever obsessed about Hunger Games though, or even Maze Runner. I read that whole book. See, like you know, like even fucking Maze Runner, I can understand people not liking because it's just a knockoff fucking. It had a male main character, and it was just about running. But like even like you know it like, wasn't really that big a deal. But like Hunger Games had like a relatively strong female lead, and I'm like, okay, looking at that, I'm like, and there's still like the love interest, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then I look at that, and I'm like, why wasn't why wasn't that one it? I know it flops in the the last book. Apparently. I think it just came later. That's probably it. Yeah, I think that's it. So I don't know. I just I just wish I just wish. Hunger Games. Also, I think Hunger Games uh, gets away from antiquated gender roles, and I think if you're going to make something that's popular with everybody, it's popular to stick to what's the majority, which and what's is... quote unquote normal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or at least like marketable normal. You know what right, I mean? So yeah. I get that. Yeah, that's true. But A rebellious damn. story. That's sudden. It's dystopia. Yeah. 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 It's not more. I guess you you can you can't put that on an AMC. They really did. <laughs> they did I that did. too, which I think that's fucking cool. I think that's a yeah. cool thing that happened. Um but I yeah, I really remember it really dying off when like a couple of movies later. Yeah, I know after the second movie, I don't think I gave a shit anymore. Yeah. But then which I wonder if that's just like the later ones were the more socialist ones. Yeah, and like even like the first ones were so I, I don't know, I guess like I guess that's also the angle I'm coming at is like Mm. Uh, you know like i get harry potter probably wouldn't be the reason i'm taking harry potter out of this conversation is because a fuck harry potter and b it fucking sucks man yeah and i get that like you know that was its own separate thing in that different field but if i'm talking about like female-led series and books and shit like that divergent was a was a mediocre deal nothing anything else so I, i guess like 13 Reasons Why is the only other one. Well, it's not even really 13 Reasons was like, led. Yeah, that's like... The boy is the one that does it. Yeah, so like also then fuck that the, too, yeah. The TV show really is more about the girl, but... But I mean, also like that, that guy is also the face of it. Like if you go on Netflix, it's his dumb open mouth face. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the kid in Maze Runner too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. But that so I don't know. I shit guess, sucks though. Yeah. So like I mean I don't know. Don't I guess that's like yeah. Don't fucking watch it. Don't of course. But Shit's like ass. I of all of all the problematic media and of all the you know I know Harry Potter's still at the top technically. It's just it's just fascinating to me with all the other ones. Twilight second. Really? I I guess 
now that you put it in like the marketable angle, I guess not as much anymore. I just think it's it's doing what um, romance novels have been doing for years, but to teens. Mm. That's true. Yeah, and was very marketed. That's true. It was very marketed, and the more I think about it, I guess also it's like they're pretty obvious tropes. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that fucking romance novels and romance stories and like romance movies are not at all even looked at by like teenage men. You know what I mean? That's true. And are not really in the mainstream, but they are for women. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's just, it's interesting looking through this window mm. and peering in on a medium that was never marketed to me, never made for me. Right. And like, kind of like, it's interesting. I guess it's just interesting looking at the, like the the line that like yeah. people, what we as a society have decided, this is going to go on this side. This is going to go on this side. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we're going to blend these together for other stuff, but for right now, this and this, and that's what God wants, and that's what uh, the government wants, and that's what uh, Summit Entertainment wants. Right, like, it's pretty interesting. I don't know. So, I mean... I'm interested in um, the sort of cheesiness of romance and the stupidness of it uh, from, like, a different point of view, because, you know, there are a lot of, like... Some of the earliest um, lesbian literature was through romance novels where lesbians were seducing, evilly seducing other women. Oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, were basically like written as like devil seductresses taking good straight women (laughs) out of their lives and ruining their lives with lesbian (laughs) sex. Jesus Christ. And those were novels written by straight men who were fetishizing lesbians, but they were impactful on lesbians (laughs) because lesbians would find these books and be like representation. (laughs) I guess, I guess there's no such thing as bad press, right? Right. But that happened in the romance genre. Mm. You know what I mean? That's true. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's just wild. I guess that's, I guess, I guess. I, I think it's like, I think if you know the history of, um, you have to, I think you have to uniquely come from a background of like being into, uh, like weird, like fucking sort of gothy, romancy, uh, dramatic ass bullshit to really like get into twilight but you also don't you could just be somebody that likes cheesy shit Mm, okay to get into twilight and like it and have it as like a comfort film Mm. and yeah it's bad but so is most romance (laughs) yeah it's true so yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's very Mm -hmm. i don't know i guess i'm just fascinated by it I i get it I think if you haven't seen into it before, I think it's an interesting thing to look into. Yeah, and especially something, I, I guess I know I've seen it before, but I guess I never thought about it, and I forgot about it, I just knew it was bad, but I never actually thought more about it, I guess. Yeah. So like, it's interesting now being a <laughs> a 22-year-old neckbeard in yeah. my mom's basement, Yeah. going like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> this movie's, <laughs> why is it, why this movie's it dumb, it's got kissing. <laughs> 
I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the big dogs, and that's it. I, I, mean, like I don't the know. I, it's just I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. It is pretty fascinating. I can't yeah. wait to watch the other three movies. Me too. And get angrier and more dumbfounded because I'm a fucking dumb cracker in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Josh, you want to talk about Severance? Mm. A show I actually like and remember. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> People keep saying on Twitter that the finale to Severance is the best thing that they've ever seen on television. And that's correct. That is the correct opinion. Honestly, yeah. For a season one really finale, yeah, fucking... Stephen King and Kumail Nanjiani both said that on Twitter. Fucking really? Yeah. <laughs> like big names on Dude. storytelling and shit. God, I, I will... I. Where do we even start with Severance? Um, oh, well, we're half in the bagging it. We are. Uh, uh, Severance is a <laughs> TV show. Sarah, what do you think of <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. No, okay, all right. Oh, I could try. Do you, do you, oh, you, uh, you, you did Twilight. I could try it. I can do, I can do Severance. I could do it. Okay, you do Severance, and all then right. I'll tell you when you're wrong. <laughs> oh, shit, all right. Yeah, bitch. So Severance is a primarily directed by Ben Stiller. <laughs> Mostly directed by Ben Mostly Stiller. Mostly directed by Ben Stiller. Because yeah. uh, I, I looked it up. Ben Stiller has been trying to get this project off the ground for five years. Really? Yeah. Like, wow. unironically, this has been in the back pocket since at 2017, apparently. 2016, 2017. That's Jesus. crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. Uh, Severance is a TV show mm-hmm. um, that thriller dramatic with comedy elements. Yeah. Uh, about Mark, played by the guy you like from Parks and Rec. Yeah, the brown-haired guy. Adam Scott. That's, yeah. that's not the crazy Christian. Yeah. Uh, who yeah. works at a uh, severed job, which basically means when he goes into work, he forgets all his personal memories mm-hmm. and only retains work memories. And when he leaves work, he doesn't remember any of his work memories. He only has his personal memories out there. Yes. So basically you're separating work from your regular life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's under the guise of the work-life balance. Yeah. And um, basically, new recruit comes in, names Helly R. She's a little, she's a little rebellious. And slowly but surely, it's kind of, I think the first real, like, setting off of the events of, like, a rebellion that's kind of happens throughout the series spoilers by the way yeah um so that happens in the first episode and then there was a guy that got fired before this episode named Petey. well he just escaped he just escaped okay yeah he escaped and got reintegrated so all his memories got combined yeah so all his memories get combined and then uh fucking sees mark in real life mark doesn't remember his co-worker because they the memories are separated. Yeah. And uh fucking uh sets off a chain of events that lead to Mark finding out what the company does. Ish. Sort Some of. of the things that the company does. Yeah, we still don't really know the plot the primary point of the company. Yeah, but we find out like the what all the personal lives are pretty much of all the coworkers which include Irv which is a a a man that loves this company. The company's name is Lumen. With a deity for a CEO named uh, Kier. <laughs> Do you want me to jump in? I, I'm can to, I jump I'm in? To, yeah, you can jump in. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you got the like details. Yeah. Of yeah. It. Um. Basically, it's a t- 
TV show that's showing like how capitalism can uh, sort of overtake. It's sort of like a sci-fi thriller where it takes the concept of leaving your personal memories behind at work and completely, you know, turning that shit off. And when you get out, turning off your work memories while also keeping everything that you do confidential. Um, It does that, but it also implies that a company can take advantage of your inner self, your work self, and abuse you. Um, Without your personal self ever knowing. Yeah, and then lie to the public. And basically, yeah. It basically, like, uh, creates, like, a large ethical conspiracy theory that this company is doing some shady shit behind the scenes, and the four main characters of the show... Helly R, Irv B, Dylan G, and uh, Mark S, I think. Yeah. Uh, They have to figure out what they're doing. Uh, They have to break out of the sort of like mind barrier of that this company's placed on them by like kind (sighs) of manipulating them uh, into just sort of doing whatever it is that they want. Uh, they have to get out of that and then they have to figure out how to get out of the company because when you if you quit your job when as you a leave personal, for work you come back in the next day like immediately yeah so you're because you don't have any memories of the weekend or like the night yeah so basically there's two separate people living inside one brain right and one person is forced to work all the time 24 7 24 7 practically speaking yeah and And the other one uh only gets to live which is wild actually (laughs) that is pretty crazy but it's interesting like with that too because we see with the characters that are um outside except for heli Mm -hmm. for the most part aren't living the greatest of lives no they're living normal lives they're living normal lives but it seems like they're all trying to escape from something yeah except for irv who also seems like because apparently I was reading about this on the subreddit. Apparently, Irv stays up all night and tries to get the regular the any to sleep because apparently having because uh, I don't know how severance works when it comes to sleeping and having like you know the mm. subconscious come out while you're doing that right. But I think it's why Irv is able to um in later episodes paint a very specific portion of the floor that we don't know about. Really? Yeah. So um, that's inter- That's an interesting theory. Yeah, because like Irv's always tired and is always uh, painting at night. Yeah, listening to um Ace of Spades. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah, and then um um yeah. Uh, so uh, Marcus is uh. There's wife a lot died. of details of each each character. Yeah, there's a, yeah. It's it's it'd be too much to get into, but <laughs> honestly, yeah. The basic gist is we know for sure Marcus lost his wife. Yes, that's a big uh, de- detail. Yeah, uh, in a car crash, so he takes a severed job, so he doesn't have to think about the or wife. mourn his wife. Yeah, yeah. Which that really doesn't work though, because no. you don't. That's not how grief works, really. Yeah, it doesn't. That's not. But that's it's sold. That's the image that's sold about severance is that you can separate, you know, work and life. Mm-hmm. And like he had to quit his job as a professor at the university, uh, apparently because he was so grief ridden. You know, yeah. I wonder if there was an incident. Uh, they don't really say, but they say that when he went back, that it was really bad, and he tried to go back three weeks after his wife wife passed. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if there was an incident. He was forced to resign, or if uh, he just decided that it wasn't working out, and he went to join Lumen. Um, yeah. But yeah. So there, that happens, and then um, 
it later gets revealed spoilers big spoiler big spoiler i think in episode seven it's confirmed that the therapist that the mental health expert that works at lumen as a severed employee is mark's wife yeah so under the guise she's alive yeah Yeah. so mark's wife is alive working as a severed employee that is part-time so not always awoke awaken like uh, pretty much i guess it's turned on at will by someone and then goes down uh, at one of the later episodes goes down to a room called the or a floor called the testing floor yeah which is that hallway that irv keeps painting at night yes and apparently irv probably was sent to that at some point because he's irv has been working for lumen for like nine years eight years eight years but, but only he's only been, been at, severed for three according to what he thinks yeah in, in his anything so it's possible that the any versus the Audi, the any are the workers and the Audi are the people that are outside. Yeah. Um, his any has either been uh, renewed, like they've renewed the chip, which I think is probably what it is, or he used to work, um, he started working for Lumen and was not severed and then took a severed, uh, like, you know, got a different job and s- severed himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which I, yeah. I kind of think it's that, because then he could have seen the testing floor. Yeah, I think at some point, yeah, like, yeah. But I think the testing floor is probably where they go, uh, I guess, yeah, to reset the chips or whatever, you know? Or to, like, I think they have, I think it's going to be revealed that there's going to be a bunch of bodies back there, like in tubes or shit. Probably, yeah. You know, where they're turned off, quote unquote, because there was a, there was a list of... <sighs> They can manually turn on the innies when they're outside also. That becomes a big deal that leads up to the final episode. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Um, they they have a lot of different, like, um, contingency shit. There's a lot of, like, um, I don't know how to describe it. So, yeah, like, um, Irv has, like, a list of, like, all the severed employees, basically. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, it was revealed it's in the like, last episode. I looked at the screenshots, and it doesn't look like it's an official, like, um, Lumen list. Because only, um, because there's a lot of names on that list and they're all apparently seven employees, but only some of them have like addresses. Yeah. Only some of them have addresses or numbers or like, it's like a lot of question marks. So it looks like it was typed out as like someone was trying to figure out what was going on. Interesting. Um, it's really weird. And there's also like handwriting on it. I'm assuming from Irv. It's a very, so I, I think that Irv is trying to figure out what's going on at Lumen. Maybe. I don't or know. Or has, is, is like onto them in some way or another. Yeah, but it's really. I, don't I know mean, maybe maybe that's why he has to be reset. Maybe because he's he learning. starts learning about it, you know, and he's slowly like, what is it like? Maybe he got reset and then stopped working into it because now he has this new severed uh, person. Yeah, that's different. It doesn't have as much information, so now he can't get information when he's subconscious. Yeah, sleeping at the job. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going to tell us in season two. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> there's a lot of shit. Christopher Walken's in it, and he's gay. <laughs> gay Christopher Walken is like is the best. Is the best character. It's fucking awesome. Fucking dude. This show is just so fucking good. I don't know how else to describe it. Like watching this show is. It's a roller coaster. It of really like, is. Of yeah. Like really good twists and really good like. I don't think there's a wasted moment. No, unironically. And if it is, it's like it's if there is a still moment, it's there for tension. 
Oh my god! The yeah. entire time is very like oh my fucking god. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of especially in the last like two episodes. There's a lot of like ticking clock elements, especially yeah, especially in the last two episodes. But like, it's really like it's interesting watching Mark, Annie, and Audi at the same time try to figure out what's going on at Lumen. Yeah, I think that's the most interesting aspect of it. Yeah, um, because they they're technically they're two different people yet. I, I think they're trying to make a point about like how emotionally, even if you take away the memories, you still have the feelings. Yeah. Um, which was interesting because um when PD comes back into Mark's life yeah. in the uh, Audi's life, yeah. Uh PD mentions that I could always tell that like you were crying. Like you always seemed like Yeah, she said that uh, every time you came into work your eyes were red and we had an inside joke that you were allergic to elevators. Yeah. And basically said that like you know, he knew that Mark was depressed because of his wife. And the first shot that you see is Mark crying in his car. Yeah. And that's like a, for like a whole minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like before he walks into work and yeah. it's just amazing performances from literally every single person on the cast. We about uh, Milchik, Patricia Arquette and, yeah, um, I know. and uh, yeah, the, the security guard the security guy. guard that gets fucking murder yeah he gets murdered in the first season yeah. it's like fucking everybody's so fucking good man god everybody does a wonderful performance <sighs> it's fucking, hard talking uh, about it because like there's too much good shit there really is you just gotta see it man you gotta fucking see that's, it that's my real point is like i want everybody i feel like after the first season of um ted lasso you know what i mean well yeah. everybody went to twitter and was like Everybody needs to fucking watch Ted Lasso <laughs> right now, please. Right now, right, love because of it's God. a good fucking show, and everybody needs to fucking Which watch also, it. Everyone needs to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, as well you should watch Ted Lasso. I want also. Thir- the third season this year, like now, please. Yeah, like you should be watching Severance because it's a good fucking show. Good show, and I want to make sure that second season yeah. comes out now. And I don't even care if it's bad anymore. It was so good. You know, and that's it the, could be bad. That's now. the interesting thing too is that like even after the cliffhanger of this first season, I'm satisfied. I'm so sad. Like that's how good it was. That's it's it's wild to me that like this show, if it were to, if that last episode was the last episode, like if this was a mini series, I'd be disappointed. I would be really disappointed. But I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know where the story's gonna go. <laughs> how would I? How am I ever gonna know? Yeah, I mean, they really gave us everything. They also, like, the the story's so fucking good in the way that, like, it doesn't really dick you around that much, especially in the finale. Like, everything that that you wanted was, like, you know, it became very obvious that Heli was an Egan. They show that she is an Egan, uh, who's, like, the CEO's daughter. Um, she then is able to like her innie is able to tell everybody the horrors of what happened um, wh- as a severed person and you get that redemption which is fucking great yeah uh, Irv goes to his uh, innie lover's house to try and like talk to him about stuff and then finds out that he has a, a husband yeah um, which is fucking terrible that's really sad yeah <laughs> They they really did mess up my boy Art. Yeah, Earth. honestly, honestly, I'm fucking mad about that. Too bad Bert's gonna have to divorce his husband. Um, <laughs> fucking Mark is able to like connect with his sister and tell his sister everything that's going on and find out that his wife is alive. Yeah, and tell his sister so now his Audi is gonna know that his wife is alive. 
for sure. Like, for there's sure. no fucking there's way. There's like no fucking way that it's going to be like a, if it is a con- like a thing later where they're like, huh, we don't know what you're talking about, Mark. Meh, meh, meh. That's what like, I'll be upset. I'll, I'll be, like, gonna be like, come on. Okay, that's fucking dumb. That's stupid. That's, that's fucking a dumb. dumb fucking decision. That's really stupid because he's holding the picture of his wife as he says she's alive and then he gets turned back into his Audi. Yeah. To his sister who was just talking to him about his wife. That would be fucking wild. That would be crazy. It's no gotta happen. It. I don't I don't believe that it's not gonna happen. So that shit happened. Fucking Dylan was able to fucking scream at Milchik, who he was having like a power struggle with, yeah. about his fucking son and how he wants to remember his son being born. Yeah, fucking Christ. <laughs> like they have progressed enough for at least one season. You know? Yeah, the they went from arcs. completely sucking this company's dick. To revolting, like to completely revolting from all in one season, and that's ex- it's exactly it's what so it needs satisfying. to be. Like yeah. it's it's really like you know, like I I guess like I, I just love it. I don't yeah. even know what to say. Like it's it's it's, it's fucking screenwriting one hundred and one. You know, like it's fucking amazing. I a think to B, don't fuck around. Don't like, fuck around on it. Yeah. Don't do it. And if you do have a reason for fucking around. <sighs> It's fucking great, and everybody should watch Everyone it. Everyone should watch it, please. Even if you've listened to the spoilers that we've said, there's so much shit we left out, and that leads up to these that like you're not gonna remember. You're gonna get there. You're gonna get so sucked into Severance that you're gonna be like, oh shit. I think the first scene that we see in Severance is enough to make anyone watch, even after being yeah. spoiled. Yeah, I think so. Because like that opening scene is like with him crying is like so not even no with um Helly on the table. Yeah. That's pretty That's good. That's a fucking wild scene. That was what got us to watch it, because that was the uh, teaser. Yeah, it was. We watched yeah. the teaser, and it was like, what the fuck is going on? <sighs> Complete sidebar. Can we talk yeah. about the uh, actual title sequence of Severance and how it's like probably my favorite oh, title yeah, sequence it's in like forever? Awesome. It's just a bunch of ragdolls. Yeah, it's just a bunch of ragdolls moving around in like a 3D animated like blender kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, like fucking... Yeah. <laughs> It's just a bunch of Mark S's and like as like coffee and like yeah running around the elevator and being like part of this black goo that comes up a lot. Yeah, in John Turturro's kind of situation, which yeah. is the um the paint. Mm. People yeah. have said like, oh shit, that's the black goo is the paint. That's why it only happens to Irv. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I knew early on I was theorizing like it's just like oh he's getting defective. Yeah, right. That's but what that's, it that's, seems. But no, it's like no, yeah, it's fucking. That's wild. Masterful. I really I, I really can't suck the dick of the show enough. Honestly, yeah. And I can't wait to buy my words in season two when they drop I know, some sharks. I can't fucking wait. It's like, oh, we brought a shark into the office, guys. I think... Everybody from, jump over it. From what I've seen, it looks like the show was, like, written pretty, like... What is it? Like, I think it, it probably has, like, a situation where it was all planned out before it was written. So I'm really hoping that, like... They probably have like a three season plan like Ted Lasso does. <laughs> Ironically, because I, so. I know like I know Ted Lasso was like planned out pretty hard. Yeah. From the beginning. So hmm. I'm willing to bet they do the thing where it's like you plan out your show. Hopefully it's like X amount of seasons, but you yeah. plan it to where like even if it ends on this season, you're good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I feel so. that. Hmm. It's a good show. Go watch it. Yeah, it's a fucking good show. You should watch I, it. You know, some positivity in this podcast. <laughs> After I just shat on Twilight for four Don't hours. Don't watch Twilight too. If Don't you watch want. Twilight too. We're gonna be talking about it next week. Yeah, we will.
Fuck. Uh, you want to do an ad break? Yeah, let's do and it. Do listener stories? Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, if you see my finger and you're like, what the fuck is up with my with Sarah's finger? I have a gross burn on it. Don't look at it. Yeah, why are you looking why at it? Why are you it? looking at my finger? Don't be fucking weird about That's it. That's fucking gross. Fuck you for judging. Look at Josh's finger instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't flick him off. Yeah. <laughs> High five. Other hand. Okay, you can do that hand. Welcome to the ad break. <laughs> Hey, are you enjoying this podcast that you're listening to right now at this moment, at this very second? I know I sure am. Well, if you are, be sure to show us some MF and love. That stands for motherfucking. Yeah, it does. By going to Spotify or Apple or both and leaving us a five star review. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, fucking ring the goddamn fucking bell. I'll fucking, I, I know you don't. Seven percent of you will have the bell on. That's not enough. I'll fucking find you. And if you don't like us, uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What do you want? Why? Why? Get out. Stop. Turn it. Turn us off. Turn this shit the fuck off. But if you want to support us monetarily, <laughs> yeah, if you there's want two to. main ways to do it. You can go over to patreon.com forward slash APWSCR. You'll get these podcasts at least 12 hours earlier and some exclusive content as well for only a dollar a month minimum. You can choose to give more if you want. No big deal. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, only if you want to. You don't have to, though. If you don't want the exclusives and ad-free episodes and you want us to say something as long as it's not shitty, fucking, we have a buy me coffee as well. <laughs> Buymecoffee.com forward slash APWSTR. And by shitty, we mean like racist, transphobic, homophobic. You can call us assholes and we'll read it out loud. Yeah, like we'll read that. We don't give a shit about Let's that. Give, give us the money. <laughs> yeah, we, we just care about money. <laughs> that, was the, that was the plan all along. <laughs> but... <laughs> I actually do have someone. Someone bought us tense coffees recently. Oh my god, that's a lot of money! This it actually from, is. It is, yeah. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. This is from Lore, and she says, I love your podcast, and since I listen to everything at 1.5 speed, I appreciate how long they are. Oh. Also, she- love the tab in the mic sound. A plus. Keep up the, the great work, y'all. Damn. That was, that, that's what $30 gets you, guys. If you say do the tap, mic tap sound, I'll do it. We'll do a little dance I'll do for it, I'll you. Do, I'll do it live on air. Give us $50 and tell us to dance, monkey, dance, and we'll do a dance. <laughs> we'll do the Macarena. I'll shake my little butt for you for $50. $100. $50. Wow, damn. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm up in your value, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, you're priceless, but if we're going to put dollar signs. <laughs> damn, smooth. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, we're going to go fuck real hard and then go back to the podcast. So uh, buymecoffee.com forward slash APWSTR <laughs> and patreon.com forward slash APR. Get that pussy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what an ad read that you may or may not have seen. That's crazy. It's the listener story time. Oh my <laughs> God. So Sarah, you yeah. got some stories that we're going to listen to from the <laughs> listeners? Yeah. Can I fucking read it now? <laughs> Alright, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. God, I'll turn this fireplace off then and just fucking... Why? I don't need this much fucking heat from two angles. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not a comedian. Alright, let's get to the fucking job. Let's, get, let's, let's do, do our, our jobs. jobs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jesus okay, all right. Fucking. This is from Anonymous She, Her. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my roommate I won't be friends with her until she tells her boyfriend the truth about why I won't hang with the group. 
Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> I, 22 female, moved in with my childhood friend, 23 female, in August. Sounds like a recipe for goddamn disaster. Yeah, that doesn't sound great already. <laughs> We'll call her Jane. Since then, our relationship has been rough. One thing to know about Jane is she forgets that she has friends when she gets a boyfriend. <laughs> she Shit, <laughs> all right. She hasn't dated in years because of it, saying she didn't believe she was a better person. Now she has a boyfriend and it's as bad as it's ever been. Cut to last Sunday when I had to walk five blocks by myself to my car in downtown of our city. Ooh. All because her boyfriend didn't want to leave a friend's apartment. Jane, who said she would leave with me, decided she wouldn't leave uh, if without him. She didn't tell him this. Now she wants to know why I stopped going out with them. The reason why? I got catcalled the entire way home and even tapped on my window. I refused to be around her or anyone in the group. None offered to walk me to my car. He keeps messaging me asking why I'm I'm bailing on plans. She says I'm being dramatic, but am I? No. No, you're literally... Dude... It just sounds like you're you had, done. Yeah, you wanted people to fucking help you and protect you when you went on a walk. Especially if you're alone downtown. And you're a woman? Yeah, you're fucking... Or uh, female presenting? Yeah, you're. that's that's a, that's also a recipe for a fucking yeah. disaster. Yeah. yeah. There's and a like, whole no reason one was that... willing to help you? Yeah, no. no fuck that. really dumb. Bro, no. your window got tapped. Like, I, yeah, yeah, at that point, yeah, no, of course not. And hey, I know listen. exactly these types of people. If you told them that, they'd be like, well, I'm not the one who did that. I can't control that. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, you can control the likelihood of it happening if you, if you're, if you're, I mean, that's like the whole reason why people tell you to travel in like groups of people. If you're outside and you're like public. Yeah. There's safety in numbers. Yeah, exactly. Like as long like if you're alone, there's like more of a chance that like you're going to get accosted because you're mm-hmm. going to be seen as like. I mean, I, I lack of a better way of saying this, like easier to accost, you know, and easier to fucking, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks and it shouldn't happen in the first place. But since we live in this reality, you yeah, have to that's protect how the yourself. world is, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think you're, um, you've these people hurt you and you're feeling hurt and you don't want to hang out with them anymore. And that's more not, than yeah, that's not any sort of personal failing on your part. It's more just like a testament to their character. Yeah, no, fuck all of them, man. Like, literally not. They, she they, couldn't tell her boyfriend, hey, I'll be right back. Or like, hey, can you come with me to walk my friend to the yeah, car? Yeah, even, even with the stupid rules that, like, they made up, there's a way that they could have joined you to walk you five blocks. Yeah. Five blocks is not that fucking much. No, like, come on. Do you I really, mean, it's like, a long time to walk if you're alone at night. Yeah, that's yeah. Like it's it's not a lot if there's a bunch of people together. Yeah, exactly. You know, every block is more dangerous. You know, like yeah. or possibly more dangerous. I guess. Nah, so like, yeah, I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're the asshole either. No, I think you're just done. You need to find some yeah, better friends. Find some good friends. Jesus, everyone just needs to find better friends, man. And people need High to be key, better yeah. too. Like that's be I, better I know, to your friends. Be better. If to you your feel friends. like you're fucking up on them, look at why. Yeah, like shit. I don't know, man. It's just wild to me that, like, people just won't look out for friends. <laughs> like, fucking... Dude, right? It's crazy. Oh, that's upsetting, man. Yeah. Solved it, though. Fucking solved it. So. Yeah. This next story mm-hmm. comes to us from Cat Cooties. She, her. Cat Cooties? This cat? It's cat got cooties. cooties. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So I've been dealing with this issue going on since December 2021. My best friend, we are going to say your name is Elsie, has been with a guy who used to be my close friend, but now he and I don't speak. 
The reason he and I don't speak anymore is due to his anger and attitude, and with my BPD and sponge-like tendencies, I usually soak up his negative energy and habits, and it puts me in a bad mindset. He broke up with his ex before my friend Elsie in a very toxic way, and I began to realize maybe he wasn't who I thought he was. Okay. I started to see him treat Elsie in a very similar way that my abuser treated me, and I instantly began, I began to, uh, to become distant. Okay. Elsie begged me to speak with him and tried to suggest that he and I just needed to work out our differences. I firmly explained that he reminded me of my abuser and that I hoped that she would leave him soon. Things got worse and my friend Elsie got pregnant by him. Oh my god. And as you can imagine, shit hit the fan. Yeah. He told her he was okay with her not wanting to keep the baby and that he would even help pay for the operation. Okay. Funny enough, her schedule to remove the cells is on my birthday, February 24th. Oh, okay. Well, here we are. Here these two weeks and three weeks ago, he broke up with her. Elsie called me telling me what he told her. She claimed he was calm but crying, saying that he didn't want to do this. He offered her a place to still come visit, and they still and they still slept in the same bed. It seemed like they were going to work on the relationship. So I thought. Okay. Two nights ago, Elsie calls me crying, telling me he cheated on her and lied about everything. Okay. He had apparently been sleeping with the mother of his children, who he constantly claims he despises and always prays for her downfall. When he and I were talking on, on, on a day-to-day basis, if he even mentioned the mother of his children, he would go on a tangent for at least an hour and a half. We also had come to find out that he had shit-talked me and my boyfriend, claiming all <sighs> we ever did was use him for weed. Wow. In reality, nine times out of ten, I brought my own shit and we all, all usually had a smoking circle. Okay. My feelings were hurt for my friend and my feelings were hurt for me and my partner. My chest has ached since all of this came out. Also aside, now he now claims the reason he did all of this was because he didn't. He wanted to keep the baby and Elsie didn't? Well you, would, well, you would agree everyone would drop this person, right? Well, Elsie didn't fully agree with me. I had a talk with her and she told me she didn't think she would associate with him anymore, but she didn't want to lie to me. I looked in her eyes and told her if she continued to communicate with him, I couldn't be around her. I told her we couldn't be friends and I would cut her out because of just how bad of a person he is. And she just cried. I felt like an asshole and that I may be too irrational. I'm just not sure what to do or how to feel. I don't know. Uh (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of shit going on. Um... Oh, dog. Um, I think you're too invested in their relationship. <laughs> I think, think, yeah, I think you need to bail. Yeah, from I don't both think you need them. to know most of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I think you. I think a lot of information stay been, out of it. Yeah. Um, I think you get to decide if who you want to associate with, whether or not they cry about it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, because like literally, if she's gonna keep the the kid and she's in an abusive relationship, we have, you know, like we always say, like you know, we have a policy of like, if you feel like you're able to help her, keep a line open, keep but a line open for when she wants help. But there's no forcing somebody. There's no ultimatums that will really get a person out of an abusive situation. Yeah. So. <sighs> She's got to fucking figure that shit out on her own. You know, she's I made mean, her honestly, own choices yeah, that's... at this point. I feel bad if she's now forced to keep the pregnancy. She shouldn't yeah, be forced. Sucks, should... Yeah. And like, yeah, we can all agree that the, the, the partner is a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, he's we a all, piece yeah. of garbage. Yeah. And it sucks that you, that you might not be able to tell LC that, you know, like fucking. And you can tell her that. Oh, you can tell her that. But like, it's, it, it's probably not gonna, you can tell her that, but they're probably not gonna be like, oh yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, I mean, she, she like already a... has told her, like, yeah, I think he's a piece of shit. And Elsie has been like, mm, yeah, 
that's the thing that's what i mean yeah it's like literally mm, yeah but like i might go still hang out with him like what if like we slept eh. in the same bed again like at that point you're that's her own like you that's know, for their own fucking thing if yeah. you continue associating with her and she continues associating with him you're not gonna hear the end of it and you're gonna get caught up in it you're gonna get caught up in it and then you uh, you're gonna be triggered by it too if your abuser is very similar to exactly and i think it's a boundary you can set with her of like hey listen we can be friends as long as you don't talk about your boyfriend or talk about this guy and don't bring and i don't really up... want to fucking hear it yeah I don't and if you it. can't do that we can't be friends yeah and also like fucking i think that's <laughs> fine like yeah also like yeah there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of shit you just shouldn't have known yeah, that's a lot of really lot personal of like, things that you probably that, shouldn't know. For a lot, yeah, it's been dumped on you, and like mm-hmm. fucking, you shouldn't, you shouldn't know all that stuff or be like yeah. overly interested in that stuff. You know what I mean? So I, it just sounds like her life's a goddamn mess right now. Yeah, and she's fucking around with this guy. But you got to put yourself first. Sadly, like not yeah. sadly, but like yeah, you have to just, you have to Ever, protect yourself because yeah, you do. It's you're not an asshole for doing that, like you know, for not being a goddamn saint. Yeah, I mean, everyone has. I think everyone that most people that like I think write into us want to be a good person and try to help people. But yeah. there's like, there's a there's a point where like you have to like just be like, if I keep helping you, I'm not going to be able to help myself anymore. Right, and, and I, you, you gotta this find that would line. hurt me. You can't set yeah. yourself on fire to try to keep somebody else warm. Yeah. You can't do that. Simple as that. So, I mean, yeah, fucking... Yeah. A lot of shit you don't have to deal with. Yeah. But if you feel comfortable, leave leave the line open, but... If you don't feel comfortable, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's, um... I think a lot of people would have left already. <laughs> Way earlier, yeah, yeah, so... Especially, I mean, yeah. listen, good, good on you for trying to be a, a good friend and a good person, but, like... Sounds like a lot. Sounds <laughs> like a lot, yeah. Yeah. So, um, not, not the asshole... No, not the asshole. I don't think so. And, um... Solved it. We fucking solved it. Oh, yeah. Now I'm gonna cozy up by the fireplace while Sarah says her next story. This is from Ghost. He, she. Fuck yeah. Am I the asshole for not letting my brother learn instruments? (laughs) Alright. Me, 15 male. And my brother, 18 male are very big into art. I am more on the music side, and he is more on the painting-slash-designing side. His He does art similar to Keith Haring. Recently, he's wanted to learn guitar, and he's been looking at different ones online. He asked me if I was okay with him learning guitar, to which I said that I would prefer if he could stay away from instruments and explained why he was okay with it. Why, I, and explained why, and he was okay with it. I want to make this clear about why on here, too. Music is the one thing I am good at. I'm not in school for mental health reasons, and I'm not good at any of my subjects apart from music. Playing instruments is what I'm known for at school and among my family. Music is also the one thing that keeps me connected to my dad, who I've not seen in six years and most likely won't see again. I thought after saying no, that would be the end of it, but I came home from a walk and found him in my room playing my guitar. I asked him what he was doing and admittedly overreacted a little, I've never really had good anger control. He got pissed and started shouting about how it's selfish of me to not let him learn any instruments and how, because he's agoraphobic and can't leave the house, it's unfair. I told him that he had done the same thing to me when we were younger multiple times, which he denied and said that I was making up stuff to make him seem bad. 
He used to refuse to let me do things because he liked doing them. He also got annoyed when I was diagnosed with autism and ADHD because he also has them and thought I faked it to copy him. Jesus. Now, he won't stop giving me shit for not letting him learn any instruments and keeps calling me a spoiled brat. My family thinks that I should apologize and let him borrow my guitars, but I just can't let go of the one thing that I actually enjoy anymore. Am I the asshole? So, okay. So I think this is a complex situation. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of... This is... I think it's natural to feel this way. Yes. I'm not going to deny that. That is 100% a... I felt this way. I think everybody has felt this way, especially when they were younger. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that the music is very important to you and you have this sort of competitive relationship with your brother where you both have to like find different things and the idea of you your brother picking up something that is mostly your thing and possibly i don't know maybe being better at it or you know becoming the thing that is like oh he's the guy that also does music you know could be like hurtful i get that too yeah no i definitely understand that i think forbidding him from ever playing an instrument though is not the right way to go about it i think you have to tell him how you feel about it yeah i think um yeah because like i i get that like your brother did that to you when, when you, you were, were younger, younger but and it's like that's because that's what younger people do yeah and like if that was like when you were younger and like fucking um i can only imagine that like your brother was some or probably around the same age actually yeah because like you know three three years apart if you're younger yeah like, like if you were 12 like, and he was 15 even younger than that like that makes sense yeah yeah you know so like i mean i it's i think that's still like i mean <sighs> It's shitty. I'm not going to say that it's not shitty. I think it's very, like... Well, in a perfect world, there you should be able to just do what you want. And I get, like, like you... You shouldn't have you shouldn't have been told not to do things just because your brother did it. But just like you shouldn't tell your brother not to do things just because you do it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's and it. Like, it has to be, like, consistent. Because, like, I, think about how you felt when he said that you were faking your diagnosis. That's awful. That must have felt really bad. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Your, your brother for that. Yeah. Cause that's. But so now you have to say, well, do I want to make somebody else feel bad like that? And you'd pro- you, you shouldn't. shouldn't. Well, that's, that's my personal opinion is that. Well, that's you the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I think we talk a lot about like trying to take the high road as much as possible. Sometimes yeah. you don't need to. I think this is a situation. <laughs> There's some things where it's like, all right, come on. Come on. You don't need but to. But like, I mean, you know, it's, this it's is very... one of those learning experiences. Where you can go to your brother and say, listen, this is the reason why I'm a little sensitive about this. Yes. Here are my reasons. And hopefully you can and understand that. And then have those reasons. And also make sure when you do tell him like the specific examples of when it happened from him to you and yeah. how it made you feel. And like it, it, it's you're just going to have to have a really sit down, have a talk. What sucks, too, is that as the younger person, you're probably the thing that really sucks the most and i hate this because i definitely had this feeling when mm-hmm. growing up yeah is i was always the youngest person yeah so i always like 
you get the feeling that your you get the, you get older the siblings the have done everything and you can not yeah. ever be special or whatever. True. And that's not true at all. I think no, everybody can be special in their own way. Yeah. You know? And I, and I get like music being your only thing and I get the connection that it brings you with your dad. Your brother learning music or guitar won't take, take that, that away. away from you. Yeah. That's always going to be with you. That's yeah. always going to be something that you get to like have for yourself. Yeah. Something that you know at the end of the day, no matter what, even if I'm like, because it also like I get like it's good to want to be good at something and like have a skill yeah, or something. Absolutely. But, like, even and that's if wonderful. you were the worst guitar player on the planet, if it still made you happy and still made you have a connection with your dad you should still do it you should still do it no matter what and, and i think that's you shouldn't yeah. have to like have a trade-off it shouldn't yeah, be it like shouldn't oh, be here's my guitar on other people yeah i think it's um i think you can say also like hey listen i said not to do this and you said it was okay i think your brother did mess up a little bit in that well yeah because your, your brother basically yeah, he, yeah, he didn't tell you them. his real emotions about it. Yeah, so... Which, I mean, and, it, you know, emotions can change, too. He might have been fine with it before and then got, you know... And just didn't tell you that, like, hey, actually... Hey, you know what? I've been thinking about an actually, so no. instead So instead of doing the hard part of actually telling how He went behind felt, your back, which you can be upset about that. Yeah, you can be upset That's about that something sure. that is absolutely, like... For that sure. would make me upset, too. But that's what makes you upset is... The going behind your back and playing that's, your guitar that yeah, i think is encroaching on your space you yeah know, i think that's more than fair to be upset about absolutely but um, i don't think you can go further and say i don't think you're allowed to do this anymore yeah you know because it's it's his life and it's your life too like your music shit is not um dependent on yeah. everybody else they're always going to be somebody else playing guitar always that's the thing yeah and like i know it def- it definitely is personal because it's your brother doing it and yeah. like you know your brother has done shitty things to you in the past uh it's gonna be on you know fucking like your brother to hopefully at some t- at some point apologize too you know yeah I, you know that's yeah. another thing about like growing up in, with this family unit is like you're gonna make a lot of mistakes as kids yeah and as, it's up as to adults, like too. and as adults yeah but you know as you grow older and i because i've experienced you know this it's like you know at some point everyone in the family recognizes when you're all adults and you're all doing the same shit there's like a there's a fucking like new camaraderie from being you know siblings and living yeah. in the adult world you, you have know? a friend for life yeah you know so you know that's something that you you know talk to him about tell him your feelings because if that's something that's very like if it if, you know if that's how important it is for you to the point where, you know, it'll hurt you seeing your brother do it as well. I think there's a lot of resentment underneath yeah. that needs to get unpacked that probably we don't even know about from this post. That's true. Yeah. So like, I really don't fucking, um, and hopefully you guys can talk about it and get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a way around it. I don't think you're necessarily the asshole. I think, um, I think you just got to just... come at it with a level head. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's it, hard to do that sometimes, though. You, so, like, I get you could be the asshole if you continue to try to control him. That's the thing. Yeah, into you don't want not playing an instrument because it's it, a I, it's a balancing act. Because you got to make sure you still respect yourself and still respect what you want. Yeah, but uh, there's uh, there's a point where you know they're again your brother's another person and yeah, like, but definitely know that this is a totally relatable feeling. Yeah, no, this is a hundred percent relatable. Uh, we've both had this. I'm sure every creative person has had this before. 
every person probably it's not even yeah like you know not even like having your like brother do it like if you if you went to like music college or something you went to high school you go to high school and you have guitar and you were the art guy and then there was a new kid who did art that you get the same feeling you get you get all the you get you get during lunch you go and get all the strong kids like beat them up Beat up the art kid. You know, like, I'm the art kid. I'm the one. I don't yeah. it's afraid. But, like, you know, I think that's a really shitty uh, conception we have in society is that we, we don't we don't praise artists enough in the society. And then we make yeah. them fight for it. Like, yeah, that's no. bullshit. It Fuck should that. be a community. It should you know? be a community. You guys should be able to learn guitar together and, like, be and able to your, connect uh, with yeah, that's a each other about right guitar. There. Yeah. yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could give him fucking tips. Yeah. You could teach him. You could literally teach your brother guitar. If they'd be cool with it, you know, fucking, yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, we are the best Reddit podcast and fuck all these. <laughs> Nobody else can be a Reddit podcast. No one else can be a Reddit podcast. <laughs> Everyone else can do guitar. Yeah. We'll let this one slide. <laughs> but no other Reddit podcasts. Exactly. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that's very true. Fucking we still get them. that feeling as adults, huh? Yeah, we still get that feeling as adults. Holy shit. That's funny as hell. So, uh, clip that and send that to your favorite Reddit podcast that isn't ours. And then unfollow us because you don't deserve. <laughs> if you don't like us, then you <laughs> only follow us if uh, we're your favorite. If you're if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Exactly. Anakin Skywalker before yeah. he became Darth Vader, twenty twenty one. He could have just said against me, and it would have sound. It would have went hard. Yeah, it could have. But George Lucas was like, "No, let's do it the pussy way." <laughs> this next story comes to us from anonymous. She her. What? Yeah, crazy. Anonymous. And is she her? (gasps) (laughs) All right. All right. So I, 20 female, recently got into my first serious relationship with my boyfriend, 22 male. Mm. We have been together since New Year's Day 2022, and things are going great. We have very similar personalities, and I'm optimistic about our future. For context, we met at work about three months ago, and I permanently moved to his area, and we became friends, which is how we started to like each other romantically. However... I found that I'm very insecure about my social life compared to my boyfriend's. He has a tight-knit group of friends that have been all been friends since high school. They share hobbies like video games and Magic the Gathering, things they all do together. They are also a couple years older than me, so they have better living situations and can go to each other's houses all the time. I have one best friend from high school who I hang out with roughly once a month. We mostly use social media to talk to a few mutual friends who I'm not quite as close to. Most of my day-to-day socializing comes from work, even including social media. Mood. That's a fucking mood. Yeah. Growing up, I always felt like out and ex- excluded in my friend groups, like I wasn't important enough to really be there, and I'm starting to feel that fear coming back. As I'm typing this, I'm alone in my bed, and my boyfriend is hanging out with his friends playing games, and I just feel lonely. It's not that I'm jealous of him, but I feel like a loser compared to him, and mm. his friends are genuinely nice and funny people, and I wish I had a close friend group like that. Any advice on how to deal with this as our right relationship progresses? Thank you, guys. I fucking totally feel you, man. This is so relatable. This is, oh my god. Josh so, and I are both you. Yeah, so this is interesting because, like, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, my phone dropped. Whatever. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, um, I think early on in the relationship, I definitely, it's weird. Okay, so like, I'm trying yeah. to think about in the context of our relationship. Yeah. Early on, I was I was in the film program still, so I had film friends. Yeah. But I also never really felt close to them, which was weird. But I would text with them and talk to them and go to their bullshit. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was just being used. <laughs> I had right same. <laughs> well, I had like one friend, and then I was friends with that friend's uh, uh, ex girlfriends. 
so then you know we were kind of hung out a lot and i kind of hung out with a lot of the music people but then eventually fucking we all drifted apart you know i don't know yeah and like i drifted apart from the film people so then for a while like the only person that i would talk to was sarah and that was actually like early on during the pandemic and then i would go to school not but since school was virtual i didn't really make friends there exactly Um, same you know fucking gabagool yeah uh and then it's interesting now because i have one close friend and i think you have a couple more friends than i do but then you don't really like they're not (laughs) i I guess they're not close like i text more often than sarah does with that one person but you have more overall people you know what i mean well uh, i had a a group of friends from college that was very tight-knit and then uh just sort of things happened that fucking led to (laughs) us not being friends and uh then sort of just i think with covid and with growing up and getting your degree and getting a job and you know life events like fucking getting married and yeah like you know <laughs> you know like things happening careers forming lives Everyone drifts apart you uh, know? yeah pretty much i mean i don't know if i would say that we're all fully drifted apart but we definitely don't hang out like we did back then oh no yeah and like um so now my situation is more like yours and even you know when it used to be like uh your boyfriends way back when and it's just that's how it is that's how life is yeah it's i mean you know it's not it's a (laughs) shitty feeling but like it's um it's part of the ebb and flow like i mean i come um, in and out of friends yeah and like you know right now i'm very grateful that i have i have my my main friend and then i i game every friday night with um oh yeah yeah you do with um what is it like uh my brother the boys you know my brother-in-law and uh a friend his friend that i is slowly becoming you know my friend you know yeah Uh, fucking um it takes a little but like for a while like i didn't really have that you know yeah like and that's interesting because then during that time i was like man why do you why does sarah like sarah goes out all the time like fucking i really didn't well i mean you still had like you were like during the time when i broke off from the film people yeah into covid and then like a, I think 2021 is when i met jordan i don't i oh yeah from 2020 I, although i will be honest with you josh yeah um i dropped out of school in 2019 yeah true and i was only going out with like work people which was the worst and then i think at the beginning of 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic that was maybe the first time i had gone out with those friends not school related yeah not band related just friends yeah first time (laughs) i get that yeah Um, and it was awesome and it was like Hmm. oh shit i have friends yay Hmm. and then that lasted two months (laughs) that lasted for like two or three months and then fucking (laughs) and just they got busy they got busy with their lives they didn't want to hang out anymore you know yeah but like yeah i get that though i definitely so yeah i I understand where the listeners coming from because like i don't know fucking in high school i felt like the the odd one out you know me too man so like you know it sucks it really does but it's 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 really uh an insecurity you know and yeah. it's like it's not because like you're you know if you're in a situation where you're fortunate enough that you do have your your partner your boyfriend mm-hmm. who does care about you you know that and i get being jealous but at the end of the day like those the, friends are gonna be your friends 
Yeah, that's the thing, you know? Soon. Eventually, there'll be a time where you meet up with them and then, like, you know... You're pretty early on in your relationship, but eventually... It's, if it keeps going, you're eventually gonna become friends. Like, I became friends with fucking Sarah's friends. Yep. And Sarah became friends with uh, my friends. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, fucking... That, that's how, that's it, how goes. it is. So, like, yeah, eventually it'll be, it'll, it'll be, like, a big migration, you know? And you will also find friends outside of your friends. Yes, the, you'll always friends. find... Yeah, there's always gonna be a way. If you have... If you're going to work, you're gonna meet new people. And if they could be fine friends. If you just wanna get Bumble BFF, you can do we that. We did that for a little bit. That's how I found my friends. Like, shit, I'll I found a couple crazy people, but, uh... <laughs> But, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance you'll find someone. Like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it's not it's not don't feel like lost. Yeah. Don't worry. It's going it. to you're going to be OK. I, I and just a warning. Just expect the crazy TikTok comment like fucking break up with them. Fucking bitch. No, you've been dating for three months. I totally understand. Yeah, why it's, you know, fully it's, integrated you into his friend friend group. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I mean, if you happen to play any video games that are multiplayer, if you do play video games, you don't have to play video games. You don't have to, like, completely do their hobbies. But, like, if you did, there might be something there that, like, you could... Or, like, get on Discord. Find yeah. some people on Discord, bro. Yeah. Just look, for, just look up random fucking communities. Well, I mean, like, I feel like... puppies. Now it's, like, our, like, online shit. Yeah, find stuff online and, yeah. like, fucking... I don't know. You'll, you'll meet new people. Yeah. Even if it's virtually or even if it's, like, you know, fucking... Yeah, there won't. It's good that you have your your uh, uh, boyfriend for some personal interaction. So you have the personal interaction, and then uh, if your digital interaction won't always be as good as that, but you at least have interaction. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's uh, that's important. So yeah, I think that's good. I think we did it. I think yeah, I think we, we did, it. did it. Yeah, solved it. Fucking solved it, bitch. God, I'm so good at solving things. Every week, Hell I feel yeah. like I solve like at least eight things. It's weird. Fucking right. <laughs> This is from Anonymous Sheher. My best friend encourages me to break up with my fiance every time I ask him for advice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if your best friend's right. <laughs> On this show, nine times out of ten, they are, so... Let's see if this is the one out of ten. I don't feel entirely com comfortable giving exact ages because I'm paranoid about people finding it. Understandable. Understandable. That's fine. That's yeah. Everyone, please reminder: this is a public broadcast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's reasonable. It's, yeah. Uh, what I will say: we are all in our early twenties. I, she, her, my fiance, he, him, and my best friend, also he, him. My fiance is three years older than me, and my best friend is the same age. I've known my best friend for about a year longer than my fiance. When I met my when I first met my now fiance, we got into a relationship relatively fast. It was my first serious relationship after a big death in my life, only about two weeks later. And admittedly, I had some trouble with dealing with all the big uh, emotions in my life at the same time. The first four months or so were rocky, but afterwards, things were amazing. I love this man more than I've loved anyone, and when he proposed in January, I obviously said yes. My best friend has only spoken to my fiancé a handful of times, and all those times seem to have gone well. They have very different senses of humor, so I never expected them to get close. In fact, my best friend doesn't seem to have much of an opinion on my fiancé at all and will avoid talking about him unless I explicitly bring him up. However, I am not the most experienced in relationships, and every now and then my fiancé and I would fight. We've only ever had big fights about three times, and each time I've turned to my best friend for advice. My best friend always seems to take the most extreme approach to the problem. 
If it's not worth, if it's not worth one fight, it ain't worth nothing. That's the Josh way. <laughs> That's the Josh way. Uh, once my fiance was going to go out of town with a friend I didn't like and would have missed my birthday. We got into a fight about this and I called my best friend immediately afterwards to cry to him about how hurt I was. My best friend tried to tell me that my fiance was gaslighting me, purposefully hurting me, and probably faking his chronic illness. Um, that's a little extreme. <laughs> All to manipulate me. He told me I needed to cut my ties with my fiance immediately. The next day, I had a talk with my fiance and told him how much that hurt me. He understood and genuinely apologized and didn't go out of town. <laughs> okay, well, um... It sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a nice guy, yeah. This would be so fucking wild if somehow, like... The best friend's right. So far, it doesn't seem like it, but, like, no, if, like under, underneath, so. like, all right, I just gotta do this one thing for her to, like... And then she thinks mm, I'm a good guy forever? No. And, that's usually not. I trust I her that's that not she how knows it's gonna be, yeah. her fiance. To clarify, this was not one of the big fights. Those ones are rather personal. I don't feel comfortable sharing. Fair enough. But it's still an example of my friend taking an extreme stance. It's pretty extreme. That's a very extreme stance, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to do about this. My best friend is obviously someone that means a lot to me, but he suggests such, such extreme problem solutions for problems that I only need to talk to my fiance about. Only extreme solutions for problems that I only need to talk to my fiance about. I want him to be involved in my wedding and my life. Should I just stop asking him for advice? Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah, bad at honestly, advice. Yeah, that's really weird. I either he's secretly in love with you and is like, break up with your yeah. This guy, this guy listens to Tame Impala on repeat. Break up with saying, your fiance, do it. And you should cut ties with him, or he's just not very good at giving advice and seeing yeah. the other side of situations. Sometimes there are a lot, a lot of people that hear a person that they love talking badly about or like saying things. And like sometimes when we're upset, we'll kind of say like, my boyfriend, he got real mad at me. And then he said this and he said that and it was really hurtful and blah, blah, blah. And then everyone in their armchair is like, yes, set him on fire. He is the devil incarnate. But no, you know, people no. just make mistakes. Yeah. And you, it is very there's, weird that there's an extreme to this. I, I really. There are very few mistakes that happen very often that are big enough to warrant, to warrant ex, like cutting ties. The most with extreme someone. of measures. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't think if like you were able to talk to your fiance about it and he was like, oh shit. That yeah, totally right. makes, sense. makes sense to me. I understand. I It was like a miscommunication or like maybe he thought, I don't know how long you guys been dating. There wasn't a thing in there. Sometimes when you've been dating for a long time, it's like, oh, whatever. It's just a birthday. It's not really that big a deal. Or maybe he, you know, he doesn't think his birthday is a big deal. So he was like, oh, she probably doesn't think her birthday yeah, is a big you know, deal. This could be like a miscommunication. <laughs> and it now, could like... sound bad on paper, like really bad, but it's probably just like a oh shit you want to do stuff for your birthday that makes total let's sense do yeah, let's, let's do, do it so, whatever yeah. that's fair yeah everyone is allowed to make mistakes you know yeah I, so yeah i will say it's it's very like luckily it got fixed too yeah and like you know the only thing i could think of and uh, this is i'm doing the benefit of the doubt thing just to be like safe mm -hmm. uh, the what your best friend should do, yeah. if all of this is true, right, is mm -hmm. give, like, the most specific examples. This is how we know that's not as big of a deal, is, like, 
you need to like have ev- a lot more evidence to yeah. bring up the fucking like people that are in relationships where they do need to cut ties can't like they're just like yeah my boyfriend i really love him but my best friend thinks that he wants the, that uh, i should break up with him but like all he does is beat me like you know that's, like yeah that's like yeah that's the situation if your best example of is going out on a trip and then quitting that trip to be with you instead yeah, of going on the trip you're probably fine yeah so, i think you're fine yeah I, your best friend's just a fucking he's just weird he's either being weird and he and he's been in love with you this entire time and just hasn't yeah fucking, which could happen or, or also just could be bullshit yeah it just could um, be fucking yeah just he just could advice. be bad at advice yeah then, not everyone not everyone can be skilled as as us true <laughs> but yeah then fucking, just don't go to him for advice find somebody else yeah you can still be best friends with them but just like you know yeah he can still go to your wedding and be in your life yeah but just like it'd be like yeah That'd be so funny. It rushes the fucking stage. Like, I object! This <laughs> man's a gaslighter! <laughs> He's God. been faking his chronic illness. That's crazy. That's wild. That's a crazy thing to I'm say. Telling, I'm telling you, man. Too much Tame Impala does crazy shit <laughs> to a MFer. That's the thing that I'm sus about. I'm like, why doesn't he ever ask you about your fiance? Yeah. Why like, does he not on. talk about your fiance? And why does he not Unless, have like, an opinion? Like, I don't know how long you guys have been dating. This is like this is like the comedy movie scene where it's like the fiance is like really cool to everybody except for the best friend. Right. And then no one's gonna no one's gonna fucking believe you. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this woman's life. <laughs> yeah, if that ha- which that would be the chances of that happening are like one in a goddamn get, million. You're probably gonna get struck by lightning first before <laughs> that happens. Yeah, but like it's uh. just it's just funny to think of what if you know. <laughs> yeah, but then that's also like why you need to not go to your friend for advice because whether or not he's good meaning, it puts those thoughts in your mind. Yeah, and having like, those negative thoughts, it's gonna impact you. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna impact you, and it will impact your relationship, which that's a no go. Yeah, of course don't do not. that. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. So you got to go to somebody else that yeah, someone else. is going to be impartial. Yeah. <sighs> our, uh, our fucking uh, Google forms are always open. <laughs> Don't say that. We have 119 fucking stories. We go through max 10 a day. Just tell we your boyfriend. 12, listen, I know we're fighting about we this. We got to put this on hold until APWSDR <laughs> gets to it. All right. So we got to wait for two months. <laughs> two fucking months. Two and a half months. You gotta wait two and a half no, months. No, no, a month has four weeks in it. Three months. We gotta wait three months for APWSTR to to get to our uh, problem. All right, I just put it in there. Meanwhile, the best friend's like, I'm turning on the lampshade on and off. Yeah. Alright, next story. You know, it's a good song and it really upsets me that it fucking it's a it's a catchy fucking song. It sucks. I'm really happy that person listens to one and a half speed. Alright. Yeah. Fucking next story, baby. This next story comes to us from Ambrosia. Fucking sweet ass band, dude. Fucking awesome band, baby. <laughs> she, her. Nice. That's a cool ass name, man. This, oh, this one's a fun one. 
This one calls me out. Really? Does it actually? That'd be so funny if someone from my past was fuck like, "Fuck you, Josh." Fuck you, Josh. I'll be burning out. I, know, I just, just like, read it. Just like a guest. Just not not guest. Fuck me. A fucking uh, a listener that is just like, uh, "Hey guys, I love the podcast. Fuck off, Josh." <laughs> I'll read it. I'll still yeah. Actually, no. You gotta pay me money for that. Fuck you. <laughs> so do that and buy me a coffee. Let's so, go, baby. All right. This next story comes from Ambrosia. She, her. Nice. Am I the asshole? I feel like I've settled for a man-child. He has mummy issues and has accidentally called me mom twice. I am the adult and he is the child in the relationship. I love him, but I feel I am the one in charge in this relationship. <laughs> is this because you called me mom one time? Maybe. <laughs> from his independence from his mother to putting up with immature crap. We are both in our early 30s with no children. <laughs> He comes from a conservative family. He has asked me to marry him, and I don't think I can marry him when I know I am always going to come second to his mother. This is especially true in our religious views. His mother is a pro-birther, and I can't see myself having a nice Thanksgiving dinner with someone who I disagree with on a fundamental level of humanity. I am a survivor of essay and rape at a young age. Yep. Yep. I'd start fighting. Being with my man-child has taken me several steps back in my recovery, Just parentheses, parentheses, alcoholic, oh my and God. him and him using cannabis like a chimney, parentheses, without anyone knowing, God forbid his mummy were to find out, <laughs> triggers the F out of me. He's 30. <laughs> he provides financially, but I'd rather go back to living on the streets as a sex worker than to deal with this from someone who is supposed to have my back. If I were to leave the relationship, am I the asshole? No, you hate no, him. No, you hate this guy. You absolutely hate this right, man. We gotta. I gotta make a. I, you know what? Last week I, I, I did a broad stroke. I'm gonna brush with a broad stroke again. If you're typing in, you that type those words into <laughs> us. You, that you are dating a man child who you will always have you second to his mother. Enough to not be with. You them. don't want to be you with have. him. I'm pretty sure you don't. And it, we don't need to make any judgments about being 30 and being dependent on your mother or anything to that's tell a, you that. Yeah, that's just a... That's just you don't like him. That's an incompatibility, yeah. Yeah. He should find someone that's some... That's totally that's okay totally with being his mom. He should date his mom. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, you're not the asshole. I Yeah, if you... like, I get the... Honestly, you'd probably be doing him a favor because now you're teaching him that... Yeah, you can't... That shit's not attractive. Really? Yeah, like it's just really it's really that fucking simple. Yeah, honestly. it's just not that attractive. Like, come on. Yeah, it's really like I really Yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know. Like shit. And I don't know why I get that, like, you say that this was a call out post for you. You're not like that at all. I'm total man child. No, you're not. It is partially because I accidentally called you mom. So okay, I was making a joke about my mom mm-hmm. and I accidentally called Sarah my mom. Mm-hmm. And a, and a weird slip of the tongue. It was funny as to, fuck. Yeah, because I'm I'm fucking. I I honestly think I'm dyslexic in some way, but like <laughs> probably I wouldn't be surprised. But like, you are independent from your mother. You're not yeah, calling true. your mother every two seconds. You're not keeping secrets yeah. from your mother. True. Like you drive, you make money. Yeah, you help out with bills. You do, I just I just assume whenever I see the word man child of the house. Whenever I see the word man child, I'm like, this is about me. This is <laughs> no, someone's someone's trying to write a post about me without me trying to. I, I can see past the lies. You're not a man child, and even this man child in this situation 
provides most of the finances. That's Think the about thing. that. Yeah. So like, so it's not all just finances that make somebody a man. Yeah. It's it's the it's the mental like fucking yeah. like how they treat a person. So yeah. No, I I I know I'm not a man child, but yeah, like, okay. Good. I just think it would be funny if I were. That's the. <laughs> And I told all the listeners that this is exactly how I am, IRL. There's a level of unequal labor in this house. It's that you do most of the labor in this house. I don't know what you're talking about. You clean the dishes every day. I don't believe in gender rules. You do your own laundry. I don't believe in... (laughs) Yeah, I do a little bit. You do enough. I do enough. You do more than enough. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, Jesus. You're not a man-child. This man is a man-child. This man is for sure a man-child, yeah. I don't think they gave, like, explicit examples other than the weed stuff. I mean, listen, it's a free country. Smoke weed, but, like, come on. Driving you into alcoholism? Then I think you you need to leave. And you're referring to him as your man-child? And, yeah, the mom thing sounds like, to me, even if he was perfect, I think I would leave anyway. Yeah, that's a little... That's like that's some <laughs> stuff, shit. I wouldn't be able to be in the same room unless with her. you're unless you're into that kink, but I assume you're not. Well, no, like the mom being um. Oh yeah, being a pro birther, yeah, yeah, pro lifer. I don't. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck that. I could not deal with that. Yeah, you don't have to deal with that shit. It, you know that would be a situation where I'd be like, I literally cannot talk to your mom, and I'm never going to talk to your mom ever again. And you would just have to be okay with it, or you would also have to be like, yeah, I'm never talking to my mom. That's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, not not the asshole. Yeah, fucking break up, break up with him. Fucking leave. Uh, you know, usually we don't. We say we try not to do the harsh answers, but that's the that's the reality of the situation. Make break an up. exit plan. You know, make an exit plan. Get your out. Get yourself out safely. Yeah. Siphon off. Uh, round up all of his purchases and send it to your bank account and <laughs> go back into sex work if you can do it safely. You know, if you can do it safely, yeah, I say do it. Yeah, sex work is work. Fucking don't be sex ashamed work of it. is work. If you can do it safely, fucking do it safely. Yeah. The internet, baby. Fucking it's the internet, baby. OnlyFans. Doing OnlyFans. Call yourself mommy on your OnlyFans <laughs> page. You have the power now. You can you can you can weaponize Do what that. he has done to you. And then when he finds it and he's like, what the fuck? Be like, well, if I'm gonna fucking take care of you, I gotta take care of everybody else on the internet too. Fuck yeah. I've solved it. Fucking solved it. What a wow! We convinced someone to break up and also no, start an OnlyFans. <laughs> We're getting better every podcast, baby. No, that's the fucking perfect answer to everything. God, that's that's just gonna be my default to answer: break up and start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Make that shmoney. Capitalism's good. Are you fucking ready for the I'm last one? Ready for, me? for the last one. It's from Lil T. Lil T. She her. Cool. Am I the asshole for not inviting a best friend to a concert? No. We were a group of four. Sammy, 20 female, Avocado, 20 female, nice. Remy, 20 female, and I, uh, 19 female, and I, 19 female. We had been friends since middle school. The problem started when Remy started ditching us for other people. It started a week or two before, before my birthday. Why does this always happen? Always on the birthdays. Like, if you're going to do some fuck shit, wait Don't a couple wait. weeks. Yeah, come wait on. Wait like a month or two. Uh, There were three times that we had planned group hangouts and she ended up hanging out with other people and didn't warn us that she wasn't going to show up. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so fucked. Uh, the one that bothered me most was my birthday. It was a small get together. Just my parents, three best friends and my boyfriend. 
About an hour after the planned time, she still hasn't shown up. Oh, shit. When we texted her, it was obvious that she had forgotten it was my birthday and that <sighs> she was with a guy. Ooh. This wasn't the first time she had bailed on us. For my birthday, we decided to buy tickets for a concert. We were pretty upset that she hadn't shown up once again, so we bought the tickets for just the three of us. She apologized after and said she would try to do better. <sighs> we hung out with her once before the concert, and she left early to hang out with her new girlfriend that we didn't approve of. We once again got upset and it made us feel insignificant to her. We were tired of calling her what was a, uh, telling her what was upsetting to us because uh, it obviously wasn't doing much. Yeah, if he kept keep reminding them. Yeah, and they keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. As shitty as it sounds, we got so upset we didn't tell her about the concert. We let her find out through social media. Fuck yeah. In a way, we wanted her to understand how what she was doing was affecting us. I get it. She got very upset, and we tried explaining to her. She lashed out when trying to talk about it, which made it worse. She ended up leaving the group chat we were in, and we haven't talked since. I just find it funny that the friendship ended the one time we showed her how it felt after months of trying to explain to her what she was doing was shitty. I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, is it is it a little petty? Yes, but also like if they've been doing it forever, pretty much. I get doing it once, I don't and know then why the people do this. Like, it just they're like keep stringing their friends along to be friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then like, and then they like go out and become friends with other people, and they don't ever say like, "Oh yeah, I'm just not coming." They like invite themselves to everything, and then just doesn't don't show up. Yeah because oh another friend was doing something and i want to do that more so like just go out with your other friends and say oh i can't make it just time manage at that point yeah no so yeah i definitely get like doing what you did i'm not gonna blame you i'm not gonna you know high road you too much uh fucking i mean you could be high roaded you You could be high roaded you've opened yourself up for high roading because you did the thing that they did that hurt you and that's not always (sighs) great but i get awesome i get why you did it but yeah. it's very it's i'm not gonna judge you for that i don't judge you either it's very like i think it's okay i mean other people are gonna make whatever they want about the situation i don't think it's that big a deal I, yeah it's literally it's it's, you it's, didn't, a, it's in between friends and like uh, one friend was pretty shitty so you did something a little shitty back and it wasn't and like you ruined out. her life or anything yeah you know it's not like it's not you're not attacking them you just did what she did yeah so like, i think everybody's fucking, done that when they're 19 High yeah, key. so like fucking, it's fine. Uh, whatever, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, fuck. Just fuck them. Just fuck them. Don't be friends with them. Yeah, don't worry about them yeah. anymore, man. You get have your own friend group and just be cool. You know. Yeah, you're fine. Just that person was kind of a dick. Yeah. Simple as that, you know. Yeah. Free yourself from the chains of uh, fucking shitty, shitty friends. friends. That's this. That's the moral, everybody. Yeah. We did it. We found a moral. There's a <laughs> common theme. But yeah, no, fucking, um, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, um, I don't think, I think it's, I do think it is, I agree with you, I do think it's funny. It's a little funny. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Because they, they lashed out at you for doing the thing that they always do. No one can never, everyone can dish it, but no one can ever take it, you know what I'm saying? Right. My thing is, like, if you have set the standard with me that that's how this friendship is going to go. Then I get to follow Then I get standard. to do it, and if you get mad at me later about it. You can't you set the standard you set the standard that's kind of your shit yeah fuck it should i have mature conversations and talk to you about it but it also sounds like you tried to talk to her and she just wasn't getting it yeah but then should i like formally break up the friendship 
probably instead of doing some petty shit, but also like, what is this? This isn't the fucking 1800s. I don't have to write you a formal letter. Yeah, Treat well, me like normally. Fucking, yeah, just be a, yeah, be a nice person and people will be nice to you. Yeah, don't treat and if people badly. Mean to you, fuck them. Like, yeah. And you won't have bad shit happen to you. Literally. It's pretty easy, but yeah. a lot of people don't understand. We're on a we're on a fucking mission with this podcast to make people set higher standards and be nicer. <laughs> yeah. And be considerate. Be Jesus. considerate of other people. But with a little bit of edge. <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna be like people out there that are gonna be like, it's bad for doing that because then you hurt her feelings in the way Think about how you felt, and like it's true when it's about yes, it's playing true. guitar. It's not true when it's a when you're 19 and somebody's just being an absolute asshole all yeah, the time. Come on, sometimes <laughs> sometimes there's it's a controlled shock, you know, the steal from Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a controlled like you gotta you gotta be a little bit of an asshole to you know. You just made a Five Nights at Freddy's reference. Yeah, I did on accident. Doesn't matter. You Fuck did it. that on purpose. No, I was gonna say it was a controlled uh, demolition or something. I don't know. Fucking. Yeah, I I just want to make a five minutes prayer reference. Okay, but yeah, no. I you, sometimes you gotta do it. We all know situations where somebody's fucking around on us, and it's like unless she had like surgery for three months, unless she had like a real reason for not being there. No, she was fucking around on she you. She was fucking around on you. So yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. No more bullshit. No more goddamn bullshit. Fucking Loved tired. It. Tired of it. All right, last story. Let's go, baby. Comes to us from anonymous. She her. She her. Let's go. I am struggling to forgive my best friend, who will call Catherine for saying that I embarrass her. <laughs> Whoa. Catherine and I have been friends for three years after meeting in college. If I'm being honest, things haven't been the same since I told her what I'm about to tell you. Two years ago, I was sexually assaulted by my boyfriend at the time, who we'll call Patrick. I didn't even realize that's what happened until about six months after the encounter. When I discovered this and told her about it, she kind of shrugged it off, since it was, quote, so long ago. Already fuck this person. I think I'm going to have to pull out the boxing gloves for this one. Yeah. This has bothered me more and more as time passed. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? A few months later... Patrick and I were invited to the same party and I ended up confronting him about what he did to me in a private area of the host's home. Catherine did not attend this party, which is important to know for later. I do not regret confronting Patrick because this is what I felt I needed to do in order to heal myself after something so traumatic. Yeah, and he's a fucking rapist. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else as long as no one is physically hurt and it ends up being helpful. Damn true. When I came back from the confrontation, other people asked what happened and I told them. I saw no reason to lie and didn't feel that he deserved protection. He's a monster. Fucking Damn truth. truth. Damn fucking truth. Talk your shit. Yeah. Apparently, someone told Catherine what I did and she had re- just recently used this in a fight we had. She used this event as an example of how I've made her look bad over the years of our friendship. What? When I asked for more examples of how embarrassing I am, she didn't give me any. I'm not usually one to fight with people unless I truly feel that I've been wronged. I've kept this to myself for now because I don't want to make anything worse and I can't invalidate how she feels because obviously this is not fair. Yeah, you can. However, I feel that if she were truly my friend, she could see she could see how hard this situation was for me and that I was just doing what I felt necessary to heal. She's Am a goddamn monster. She's not a goddamn monster. Fuck this person. Fuck her, bro. What the fuck? 
literally said it was not just because it happened so long ago. What is going through her tiny little brain that somebody comes this up to her imbecile. and says, yeah. I'm sexually assaulted? And she goes, <laughs> ah, that happened. Yeah. That was last week. It's this it's this current week. You gotta live in the moment, bro. Live like, in the moment, bro. N- fucking no. No, absolutely that's absolutely not. wild. You need to this is a person you need to not be friends with. Because clearly they don't give a shit about you and how you feel and how you've been treated and how you've been just it's fuck them. I'm and really I'm glad you confronted uh Patrick. But that's the reason. You need to fucking tell people in your circle. Hey, I've been sexually assaulted by this person. I mean, you need to be on your own terms. Obviously, everybody has different terms. Yeah. But like, say like, hey, I've been sexually assaulted by this person, blah, blah, blah. So that you don't get invited to the same party as your rapist. Yeah. And so that guy doesn't get invited to any parties. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't fucking deserve him because he's out there sexually assaulting people. Yeah. Most likely. It doesn't. It's not like a one time thing. Yeah. Literally. Most of the time majority of the time you don't yeah it's it's a it's a pattern you know so like fucking the lengths people will go to to defend assaulters rapists abusers it's sickening fucking bananas like it's and unbelievable she would even go a f- step further and throw it in your face during as an if, argument as if like, it's a burden to her right Exactly. That's, That's exactly what's fucked it. up. That's the fucked like, up part about it. No, honey, no. You don't get to do That's that. That's just blaming the victim at that point. It's it's not okay. <laughs> Fucking that. You said that to her. She goes, "Okay, that's great. But I hey, can hey, file hey. that in my mind as something to use against her in the future." Think about how that's what happened. I feel that you got fucking. It's bananas to me. That I, makes me see blind rage. That's absolutely awful. That is the worst fucking thing you can do. Um. Yeah, you're not the asshole. No, I don't you're know. not I the don't, fucking I, asshole. I really can't. And you're not embarrassing for that. Yeah, of course not. You're a fucking badass for standing up for yourself. Literally, yeah. You're a fucking awesome person that everybody should be glad to be friends with, and not you should be fucking glad that you get to dodge the bullet of this fucking lizard monster person. Yeah, honestly, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this friend. You should not be friends with them, and they shouldn't she, be friends with like anyone. That she gets that's to a go social check moment, you know. Fuck a goddamn business major sociopath, and then be yeah. a wasp mom forever, and then fuck up a whole new generation of kids. She gets to go do that in her own little bubble, and you get to go live a nice, happy life, and fucking you know heal from your trauma. And stand up for yourself and find a bunch of friends who will be in your corner and stand up for you. And now you know that sadly some people are not going to do that because they're fucking insane. Literally. And none of that shit is your fault. I hope you don't think that. I know you didn't say that. And I know that you sound like you stand up for yourself. So you probably yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah you're a strong person. Fucking and duh, Sarah. No one can... <laughs> But yeah, you, you, no one can take your strength away from you. So, no, absolutely. Yeah. So you're not the <laughs> asshole. Fuck your friend. And uh, they shouldn't be your friend anymore. And it's it's literally. I get why. Wow. You, you know, there's some things where it's like it's so obvious that it's like so fucked up that it's like, why do people write in about it? But this is one of those things where it's like there's so many other people saying, oh, I can't believe like fuck the friend that told the person. Yeah, really? Why like, would you do that? Like, what the fuck? That's fucked up, too. There's so many people that are just not right. And not respecting your boundaries. You were, you told people and trusted them with it, and they used it against you. It's yeah. really... They're just not acting right. They're not doing the right things. They don't have the right consideration for you. 
They're just running around with their fucking, fucking bullshit, man. Uh, fucking loose ass jaws, loose ass lips. And uh man, it's one of those things where I know if I was in your shoes, I would wonder if I'm the asshole too. Because fucking you're just like that's gaslighting. That's a real actual that's gaslighting, gaslighting on like a mass scale. Multiple people trying to make you feel like Why'd trying you to do get that? you to Why'd shut you, up. Yeah. Literally. And like try to think like, oh, you know, maybe I wasn't sexually, maybe that wasn't actually a real thing, blah, 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 which is fucking vile and fucking terrible and they should feel ashamed of themselves. Yeah. And, so, you know, may, if they're a human being in like 40 years, they'll wake up at night at like 3 a.m. and be like, damn, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> one can only hope. That's one the burden really that they have to bear. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you can sleep well at night knowing you're not the asshole. Yep. Fucking solved it. Solved it. Solved it. We did it, and that's the show. <laughs> Play us out, Sarah, with some plugs. That fucking made me so mad. That's really fucking. That's upsetting. so fucking. Like you know, the first sentence, I was like, "Damn, did you show up in a clown outfit? What, <laughs> what happened?" A, yeah, you know, even even without any of the things, like the first sentence, like yeah, fuck that person. I was already. like, I got, I was like happy. I was like, man, I can't wait to see what crazy balloon animals you made. But no. <laughs> It's never that simple on this show. Did you play porn in public? Like, what's embarrassing? Like, what is it? (laughs) You know, like, what could it be? They actually played Mambo number five on repeat. (laughs) Oh, they went to a jukebox and they played, uh, what's new pussy? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, there's, (laughs) I was like, what could it be? What could it be? And then you said sexual assault, and I immediately was like, oh, I'm going to get really mad. Yeah. (laughs) Because literally, that's the. It's vile. It's the fucking worst. That's fucking vile. And if you want to see more vile things, you can follow me at SQUINTON271. That's SQUINTON271. I am Joshua Chinland on Twitter, mm-hmm. a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch, APWSTR on Twitter, TikTok, fucking a podcast will save this relationship on all those podcast platforms. A podcast will save this on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And oh, we'll eventually get merch back up someday. We're working on it. I'll, we got I'll, shit I'll going on in our lives, yeah. all right? All right, fucking... Jeez. But yeah, APWSTR on Patreon and buy me a coffee as well if you want to yeah. support it financially. That's the show, everybody. See ya. See you guys. We left this fire on. It's been going for a long time. Yeah, it's been burning in the fucking house. I want to learn how to lasso things in real life. Because <laughs> I've been doing it in Red Dead Redemption. It looks fun. I gotta ride a horse, too. I gotta get a horse. That'd we're be gonna, fun. Gonna, instead of having your computer set up, we're gonna have a stable. and like Yeah, it's just gonna be a horse over there. It's gonna be a horse in the background. Maybe you'll see him. Maybe you'll see him. Might make some noise. That'd be so funny. Like, fucking a horse just silhouette like a whole right behind horse. you. That'd be silly. Just like on the thing. Oh, wait. Red Dead Redemption. You mean, like, Red? What? Whoa, oh my god, that's a color joke. That's a stupid fucking bit. Why the fuck did I do that? Why'd you let me do this, sir? <laughs> I don't know.